You go to Gavin. You gotta pray on that signal. Ooh, I prayed already. On the signal? Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I see. Signal, you better act right tonight. Yeah. Yo, it should go DJ baby. <laughs> Diamond ain't tuning in too. Dang, I was about to get my U3 intro. You always do that. I do. I, do. Gonna, I think you, one day you're going to you go all the way to U3 radio. I've done that a couple times. You tighten it up? Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. It down. He's a mic expert. That's what I do, man. Try a little something. You know? That's I, what I, I ain't even tried to tighten my Yo, we should go DJ Baby Blue Diamond and you turn into the Where You Ask podcast. Go ahead. Just that's not even how we do it. No, no, but that's not even how we do our intro. You don't want to I know I am. Ahead, it's been a long day. I work with kids. Yo, it should go DJ Baby Diamond, and we got this your boy D, aka Mr. Live at Five himself. And it's your fella T1. T1 and his absent. And this is the Where You Ask podcast. I have a quick question. My name is Pablo from Mexico. Um, Buenos I've, dias. Been, I've, been, I've been hearing a lot about your group. They've been saying y'all weren't going to make it to season three, and y'all, you know. Something towards that. Ooh. Ooh. People only say that when they feel threatened. They they know we on their they know we on their heels. That's why they say that. Yeah. So what makes y'all the best podcast? Perfect, I got you. <laughs> well, you ask podcast is the best because we're gonna give y'all the realness, the rawest opinions when y'all ask us the question. Checking facts, you know I've been on since the cabbage patch. If your music don't hit, then don't send me that. And my only rebuttal is where you ask. You know I'm a boss if you checking facts. You know I've been on since the cabbage patch. And if your music don't hit, then don't send me that. And my only rebuttal is where you ask. As you already know, it's another day, another dollar. We are here Tuesday, November 1st. One. One. And we have special guests in the building, you know, all the way from F this mic could talk. Mr. D Jones. Sanchi said F this mic. Let's go. Oh, it does uh, sound like F this mic. F this mic. It's the uh well all right in the building, aka the designated caster. Uh aka Mr. Gift the Gab. Yeah, get the gab. You know what I'm saying? I just want to say, you know, before we even get into it, I want to say I appreciate y'all for allowing me to, you know, pull the seat up to y'all's table, have a little dinner. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. You know, I a lot of people get real um not the word is, you know, stingy or prideful or Egotistical when it comes to their productions, and for y'all allowing me to have a seat with y'all tonight is, you know, truly a blessing. I'm, I'm pretty appreciative. People like that for real? Yeah. Some people don't want to bring, you know, what I'm saying certain personalities around them because they feel like, you know, it's too much. So. Uh, but you always give us advice, so of course we gotta showcase the man and help us out. Always bring us on the yeah, show. Exactly. Show, so. it's, exactly. It is what it is. Exactly. And you are, I won't say teacher of the year, but put that out there in this distance. Teacher of the year, but you are a teacher. How's your school year going so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, it's cool. I ain't gonna lie, it's cool. Um, is your classroom full? My classroom is full. Um, I have 125 sixth graders. Um, and you know, what I'm saying they some of them are a little, you know, you know, they are challenging, um, to say the, you know, to say the least. You know, what I'm saying they are challenging, but I mean, honestly, for me, like, I always tell people, like, the kids is the easiest part, it's the parents, it's, it's the parents, it's the Ooh. other adults, the people say who it. are. 
you know that that was that's what makes the job the job challenging. The kids like the is the very like easy part. Yeah, coworkers oh, or yes, people. Yes. Everybody want to have a say so. Everybody want to be a chief and enough Indians. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying? all that type of stuff. So, kids. I, for me, I guess for me, I, my mindset is real simple. Like, I'm not gonna let a 12 year old kid get me that emotional. So I'm yeah. good. Yeah, true. Yeah. So you sixth grade is a testing grade, right? Yeah, sixth grade. Third, actually third grade and up. Yeah, third and up. My wife, she teaches seventh grade. It's not a testing. Maybe it's the subject. No, what she teach? Oh, they don't test. Yeah, they don't know history. Yeah, history. Oh, okay, man, her subject, but say they definitely test in seventh grade. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, she was she was pumped about that. She said, "Yeah, I ain't got to worry about. It. I ain't got to test in course." So, so, but yeah, she's going. Uh, she said she's ready to be a housewife. So, <laughs> well, I'm a teacher assistant, yeah, but I, I know not- that's why I am. Like I'm a teacher assistant, but I've been subbing almost every day. So you can catch me as a substitute in fourth grade, third grade, and fifth grade. And I taught lessons. You know I, I need thought, that teacher paid. <laughs> no, subbing is quite fun. I don't think I do kids. I think Other people's kids. It low-key motivated me to go back to school. To want to go back to school and just go ahead and get that teacher's degree. Cause what you need an associate? Huh? A bachelor? Bachelor. Bachelor. You might you might be able to get it with associates now charter schools yes i can get a job now at a charter school yeah charter schools hire yes right? but not public they schools. Hire gas station yo it's your favorite girl elena the braider in the building what up what up elena, <laughs> shout out to elena the braider if you need your hair braided go ahead hit her up she got all your hair braiding needs but tonight we have a she lot talks, of right she does she do lots as well. I think that's the specialty is lots. But tonight we have a couple of topics that, you know, is definitely going to touch your heart. It's going to touch your mind. It's going to touch your soul. It's going to make you think. That's why we call it This Mic is Talking because we're definitely going to be talking about a lot, a lot of topics. Starting off with Takeoff. Yeah. RIP. It's sad to see another young black man, whether he's famous or not famous, die in our community. I just want to know your thoughts on that situation especially people sharing the video yeah that's crazy people keep sharing the video people keep sharing the pictures of him on the ground lying there dead that was my first that's the first thing i seen about the situation is uh, i think quavo was holding him or something like that or, so but, yeah i mean it sucks it sucks uh you gotta be, definitely be aware of, of your surroundings especially as a multi-millionaire uh, I'm gonna say you have, you gotta, you really gotta be careful where you, where you place yourself at, you know, like as far as like being out in public and stuff like that. Because apparently that that bullet wasn't even meant for him, you know. So there's a straight, there's a straight bullet. Yeah. So wrong place, wrong time type of thing. So I mean that can happen to anybody, but it's also the people you hang around with. Because yeah. like you mentioned, they were partying with Jay Prince. Yeah. At a bowling alley, you're supposed to be bowling, which is not shooting dice. Yeah, what? That's the that's 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 what got me. Like, why are you shooting? Why y'all shoot? Y'all multi-millionaires. I get it. Dice, dice is dice, man. You, you didn't even have to be from the hood. Did y'all shoot? Did y'all ever shoot dice? Nah, I don't know how to do that. No, <laughs> you y'all don't know how. I've I mean, never you just roll them and get a hope you get a seven or eleven, right? Work. I mean, yes. I've never I mean, it's, dice, it's, so it's actually a little strategy to it, but yeah, I know, I basically 7-Eleven, or you get your point, whichever point you get. If you if you don't roll a 7-Eleven, you roll a 5, you got a back door, you got to get a 5 before you get 7. 
I was trying to share. I was trying to share. I was thinking about it. I got no, I never played that. I'm gonna, no. have to, I'm gonna have to tell y'all. They call it. They call it tea leaf. Tea leaf. Okay. I mean, I used to be cold with dice back in the day, man. My homeboy Chris Russell came to the crib one time, saying Chris, and we shot dice for about an hour. I took all his money. Mm. I'd be salty as peanuts. I ain't gonna lie. If I was, you know, rolling and lost a bunch of money with some little white things with dots, <laughs> it's like cube it, it, dom- cube cubed dice, dominoes. It was red dice. We was at my house. Okay, here you go. Now you got to let us know what color it was. Home court advantage. Now it's red court dominoes. <laughs> he said, uh, "Hey man, blood of the lamb dominoes." But it could be his home court advantage. You know they team red too. You know they red on their logo too. Yeah, I know. That's I like the color. Well, you know I, I, we got I, a gold one too though. I'm gonna tell you. Was about our logo show? Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you something. A, a real fact about this that so when me and B Ken first uh got to you know creating at this mic and talk. I ain't gonna lie. I say I want to be different. I want to have some, you know, some funky colors. Like I wanted to have like the Seahawk colors. Yeah. And um, Brian, you know, what I'm saying he just, you know, I want red, black, and white. You know, that's <laughs> it. That's what I'm saying. So, oh, yeah. but I, but anyway, doing research though, um, they say like the top podcasts or like the podcasts that are very popular, like basically the most popular or best color scheme to use for a podcast is red, black, and white. Um, so once we once we got once we got established and I saw that, I was like, oh. Okay, you know, cool. So, I'm happy you mentioned that. Uh, That's what? why I chose our colors too. Really? A lot of people don't realize that, like, podcasting colors is good, like you said, red, black, white. And then, like, for radio station, mainstream, yellow, blues, like, it invoke different. <laughs> Feelings towards people when they see those colors. Yeah, that's how they. That's promote, why I chose uh, certain colors. That's for, how they promote food. Exactly. Even restaurants, fast food restaurants. A lot of fast food restaurants are like yellow, red, McDonald's, Wendy's, Sonic, all that. That makes sense. So um, one of our um, listeners right here has uh, a question. Uh, Shout out to um, I want to say that GTZ. GZD. It says, "What's the difference between shooting dice with your friends and shooting dice at the casino? You win too much. Oh, you went to. Oh, you went too much at casino, then you have to watch your back from the man." I don't think the man's gonna try to kill you though, but uh, they're gonna make sure they get that money. You go to the casino to gamble. Uh, you don't go, you to, don't a go to a bowling alley. alley to shoot dice. Not only was it a bowling alley, you don't go to someone's birthday party. Birthday parties to go shoot dice. I mean, so I, I well, like I said, I, I've been. I, we used to shoot dice a lot, so but that's we different. But you wasn't at, at a bowling birthday. alley. But we birthday party was at house parties. Do that at a birthday. It was at house parties, most yeah, likely, it was right? Like at a house that's different if it's a house party, but you're not going. You're not going to be like, you know, I'm gonna go to. So I'm gonna be live at five birthday party at the bowling alley and shoot some dice. I ain't even gonna bowl. Well, let me say, let me yeah. say this. I say this, my bad. If I could just get, get my two pennies, um, I'm gonna say this. One, from what I was reading, you know, they went to a party to celebrate Dave Prince, right? Mm-hmm. That's his, yeah. uh, his birthday celebration. He was at, they're actually riding in his car with him earlier that evening. Yeah, and, they posted video. I yeah, they posted videos and stuff. So. After that event, that event was supposed to end at 1 a.m. Um, people were still lingering around at 2 a.m. And after 2 a.m., you know, the fellas got together and said, let me roll a little bit of dice. You know what I'm saying? They started rolling the dice. Okay, that makes sense. And so they were actually doing it outside of the uh, bowling alley casino that they were at. So right. what I was reading earlier, um, Takeoff was just kind of standing off to the side, just chilling on his own. Mm-hmm. Quavo and some of his, you know, their camp and then some other people were there. You know, and just being men competitive, they were getting into it and it's like getting a little tense. And you know, uh, somebody from apparently from the Migos camp, you know, yeah. got pulled out, you know, a weapon and started shooting. 
and a straight bullet hit uh, take off either in the head or the neck, and that's how he uh, passed uh, at two thirty around two thirty six this morning. Um, but my biggest my biggest thing I wanted to take from all that is I was actually on, and, I, and the thing is, y'all, if y'all know me, you know uh, everybody watching, you know, we are, we all call y'all fans. We don't have a name. Okay, well, what, what you ask? What you ask? Are you asking? All the well you asking? Finally, you plugged me up. Sorry. Damn. Sorry, sir. Anyway, <laughs> um, my fault. But all the well you ask, gonna do it again too. All the well you askings. Um, Mike Talker's watching. Everybody watching this. That's uh, like what your latest speak to you. This show tonight, but um, <laughs> but nah, we'll talk. What I, I I was on social media this morning. Um, I was, actually I went on Facebook looking to see who were putting a timeline about takeoff. Mm-hmm. And I came across this uh, thing. I think you might know her, D, because I've, I've seen you go back and forth with this person. I ain't going to say her name. D. Jackson. I, I, I ain't going to say her name. No, we, but, um, we cool. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it was her. But D. she had put this post up, and it really, like, she ran, it, it perturbed me, dog. So I'm going to read exactly what it says. Um, she said, this is, so she put a picture up of a takeoff, you know, and it says, uh, rapper takeoff was reported to shot and killed in Houston from the shade room. And she screenshotted that. Um, and at 7:01, and she, and then this morning at 8:33 a.m., she put, um, she put a, which is crazy because it's exactly 12 hours from now. Anyway, exactly at 8:33 this morning, she put, "This is why you find a man that is not in someone's club every other weekend oh. and out in the streets. What do you all expect to happen on holidays? You all have, all, so you have all that money, and instead of spending it on a private beach or out, um, the way, wait, or spending it on a private beach or out the way." You're in other niggas' faces um, playing dice in the ghetto. And so my response was directly to her was, listen, I think, you know, um, I think we're lacking some empathy because there's now a family, you know, a mother, uh, mm-hmm. siblings, you know, mm-hmm. Huevo is his uncle, you know, yeah. also his cousin, like exactly. a family who is now having to go through a uh, time of transition to bury this young 28-year-old man. Does he have kids? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But. If he um, does, that's still. And I think it, the, the sad thing is, like you know, like somebody somebody made a point earlier. Um, you know, you don't hear about this type of stuff happening in the country music industry or in the rock and roll industry. It's always in black culture, mm-hmm. particularly hip hop. You know, you hear it in R and B. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and for it's whatever true. reason, you know what I'm saying. And, I, and it makes me think about. And I want to go on and over. It makes me think about what Tank said on uh drink champs they asked tank about you know why do why do why do you think that you know like r&b doesn't really have the success that like you know hip-hop does it's still black people it's still black music and he basically said because you know the white people who still run this world if you ever realize um they actually want to pay to see the violence yeah you know the same way sex sells violence sells so Mm -hmm. a rapper they speak about you know yeah love doesn't sell they speak about you know shooting and killing and you know the, the material things and so they're gonna put them on a high pedestal because they want to see you go out there and act a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, in the R&B world, the love, it doesn't do that. So right. it was very sad. Like, it, it kind of messed up my whole morning. Like I was just like in a whole different mood, um, you know, seeing that, you know, and I, I wasn't like a, you know, a big Migos fan, but just like, I felt like I, like I knew him or met him or something. It just hit me different. Yeah. Um, and I just, I talked to every, every one of my classes about it today. I was like, man, like life is too short. You only have one life to live. And just, you know, like I said, be the best version of yourself. It's really just unfortunate. Hey, with, with, with you saying that, I got a I got a quote that I heard on a movie. I, I can't remember what movie it was. Uh, I think it was Kickboxer with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I think that's what it was. Yeah, sure. There's a name of a movie. Yeah, sure. The quote was, you only have one life to live, but you start living your second life when you realize you only have one. 
I was like, ooh, that's I like that. But it's true. You you everything you just said was true about her. That's how her, that's how she posts. That's her thing. She she grew up in the hood. She grew up over here where we at in this area. So but she talks down, she talks down on a lot of people from this area because she's doing good. You know, and I always me and her always argue and I always tell her, like, hey, look, you can't make it out and then shit on the people that was in the same position you was in, but you you made it out. Everybody does is not that fortunate to make it out. Everybody doesn't have that fortunate to get educated to realize what they're doing. It's you would you would be surprised how many people would think that's game banging that thinks this is nothing wrong with doing this. You would be surprised how many people think that. But you gotta realize that's how some people grow up. That's only that's the only truth that they know. So you can't really you can the only thing you can do is educate them. I gotta say that I, I, I try not to knock people for it, but uh, at the same time, when somebody if somebody that I grew up with is doing some messed up stuff, I I tend to like say it like, "Hey, bro, like, don't you got kids out here? Like, we need to watch what you're doing." I try not to do, for some reason, you know, uh, a lot of black men are sensitive to a correction. Mm-hmm. They think you're trying to check them, so instead of taking a correction, they get uh, defensive. Yeah. Well, I so, guess I mean I guess my not rebuttal, but I guess my just my brother about this earlier too. My thought is like, okay, everybody's saying he shouldn't have been out there playing dice, like. What would it, they, they would have found something to say regardless. He would not, he no could have been, he could have been, he could have been at Ruth Chris. Why you don't have a personal chef, right? You know what I'm saying he could have been at the mall. Why don't yeah. you just order online and go? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it don't matter what he was doing, it would have said something. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, again, I think people missed the detail that takeoff was just standing there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And to do with it. I mean, and at the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it's almost like it's a part of like black culture. Like, it's the same thing as playing spades, dominoes, and them say other stuff they do like exactly. he's just throwing some dice with the fellas like yeah men get sometimes too competitive whatever but all these things considered it shouldn't have resulted in him and losing yeah. his life you know what I'm saying? right so no matter how ghetto or ratchet you think yeah i mean you know lick balls but anyway right. i don't know that's I all agree. I <laughs> from the top to the bottom yeah but uh yeah that's that's a sad situation that 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 uh that that had to happen to him especially with <laughs> With him not even being involved in the situation, that that straight bullet sucks even more. I don't want to hear no people talking about Jesus sacrificed me. Let's let's let his family grieve. You would want that. If if my mom was to pass away, and then all of a sudden this podcast takes off, and then I start seeing people say, "Oh, he must have sacrificed his mom." Imagine the anger. Like first of all, I wake up to somebody telling me my mom. I, I you wake up to TMZ. Uh, yeah, some media outlet TMZ telling, me my mom telling you your away. mom died. Like and then we don't. It's no boundaries, no respect. Like nah, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't how it's supposed to go. We had a family had to have that conversation with my pastor because he tends to do that a lot when he when you know you tend to tell your pastor first, hey, you know, so so yeah. that especially that member of your church. He has a bad habit of going straight to Facebook saying RIP or so and so die. And the family gotta be like, hey, wait, we ain't even right, tell right. everybody. You gotta Yeah, some people need to respect boundaries. It's it's definitely boundaries, especially when it comes to uh, a loved one passing away. So respect. And if you don't respect, you can't get mad at how the people react. Exactly. People gonna react, people gonna 
feel the way they feel. I'm, if it's me, man, I'm, I ain't about talking. We boxing. We boxing for that post. Nothing else. Just for the post. And you're going to take it down. And apologize. Did your kids feel some kind of way about the death? There's somebody yeah, not even mention it. A lot of them were shocked. Um, my the demographic at my school. Um, so out of my 125 sixth graders, I have um, 124 Hispanic children, one white kid. Um, so that most. Oh, okay. in the West saying, black. No, 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 I have no black students in sixth grade. Um, wow. So all so some of them knew, you know, what I'm saying in the culture, you know, I guess. They knew who the Migos were, but some of them didn't know. You know what I'm saying? If you just said Bad Bunny or something, they would have probably been crying. Oh, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But, um, Salina. you know, I I, def, I I sang some of the songs to kind of you know, Bad and Booze. You kind of remind them, like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, all that stuff. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Remind themselves. But, uh, my, like I said, my whole message to them was like, man, this dude was young, like, you know, just young. You know what I'm saying? In perspective, like, some of their parents are the same age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just wanted them to understand, like, you only have one life to live. Life is so short. You got to be. Mindful of how we how we move, mindful of everything. and who you hang around yeah. with too. That's another thing. Shout out Chris. Shout out to Chris Green. He said, um, "It's our tone and lack of accountability in our cultures as a whole. We must do better as a whole." That is true. I agree with that. Speaking of education and finally, school, you plug me up. Damn. My bad. I'm still gonna keep doing that all night because I got to short my cord. I don't oh, you, to... you want to use up. my cord? Damn. Yeah, because maybe yeah. Don't yeah. we got a? Uh, it's a. USB plug on the back of this one. Yeah, that's not for charging. Oh, you don't know. People, you don't know. You don't know. Uh, I don't know who this is. GZD. Oh, that's Young GZ. <laughs> but go ahead, read the comment. Go ahead, read the comment. <laughs> Says, I think social media is a big cause of a lot of chaos too. Posting locations, being able to add a celebrity and talk Ooh, reckless, boy. being an av- uh, avatar. Even uh, our politicians on, say, uh, see Nancy, what is it, Polisky? Mm-hmm. Nancy Polisky's husband. Oh, uh, I think I heard about that. I yeah. So that is true. Speaking of, because you know, PNB Rock, the girlfriend, posted where they were. I think the same thing happened. I think, I think same thing happened to. Uh, she did post the location, though, on a snap, and then she, she took it down. She didn't do it in a malicious way. She yeah, no, she didn't yeah, do it in a malicious way. I'm not saying she did it in a malicious way, but she still posted a location, whether it was malicious or not. Same thing happened to Pop Smoke. His location was dropped. Either way, he posted, someone else posted it. It doesn't matter. Even if someone not does it in a malicious way, you could just be fun. Like, we could just be doing podcasts, and you could just be randomly posted at the Bobby Jones and not thinking nothing right. of it. Please it's, don't post. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm posting on here. Thank you. Go ahead. I'm not. It's all good. Now, I will say this, too. Um... I, I wanna uh I just don't wanna put too much emphasis. Uh I don't wanna put too much because like Chris said, we gotta do we gotta hold ourselves accountable. So we can't necessarily blame social media. Cause you actually your algorithm is based off of what you like. And what so, you do in general, because you right, don't even have to post nothing. I don't have, the I iPhones have a, are listening. On my social media platforms, I got a lot of podcast stuff. Yeah. I don't have a lot of like twerk videos and that kind of stuff. I got like a lot of reaction videos, podcast videos, uh, music reviews, that kind of stuff. But they so listen also, to what you talk about too as well. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, but that's what I'm saying with social media. I think it would be more on the kids' side because kids are more uh easily influenced but then that also falls back on accountability as a parent your your kids shouldn't be 
on social media to the point to where somebody that they don't even know is influencing them to do something. You should have. Uh, oh, they know what they are. You got to monitor that right. as well. Like it's certain actual kids shouldn't have. I've always, I've always said actually, um, like when when people go out here and they meet, you know, people out there in the dating world or whatever, and sometimes a man will approach a woman and try to get her number, like you know we used to do, and grown mm-hmm. folks. And she'll be like, well, you got Instagram? You got right, Instagram? right. And like I've always said this, people, don't, people never agree with me, but I always say I feel like it's actually more dangerous nowadays to give out your social media than it is your phone number. A phone number, you can just block somebody. Your social media, chances are you're posting your kids, you're posting where you work at, you're taking yeah. pictures. Exactly. You're making things like visible in the background. It's more personal. Your license plate by being there. Like, it's, a, it's a lot more that you're sharing on your social media than you are yeah. the phone number. So. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I think I remember you saying that on one. Uh, it was on y'all show. Yeah, I, I said it a few times. I, I, it's something I just believe, and I think people are weird. But and also, I if a woman tell me like you can hit me up on Instagram, I'm in my head. I'm, I, I've done it before. Like no, I'm good. Have a blessed day. I'm sure. grown. I'm gonna go look, find you on the IG or snap. Double, and double tap. But they do snap. It's another like balls moment, by the way. But go ahead. Yeah, they do that definitely. Um, uh, you can take my snap, but like I ain't taking the snap. What is that? <laughs> lucky, for, lucky for me, I got a business number, so I can just give out Sanchi, the business uh, number. Sanchi, Sanchi, Sanchi offered me a box of Rice Krispies. Take my snap. Oh, your business is crackling and pop. Yeah, Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. They do it with subliminal messages. Who, what, what? Do what? Hand out the Instagram and Facebook, probably. Oh, you might be talking about the. I don't know. Oh, probably what they posted the first time. The first time. But we're gonna go into our next topic, which is I realize, I, I realize y'all wearing our shirts too. Thank y'all for that. I just realized that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I know. We were, we it's crazy because I didn't even know what my shirt was. He's random. Like, I'm gonna wear my shirt. I'm like, I don't even know what my shirt is, and I just happened to awesome pull up the first awesome way. The first way shirt I pull up was if this mic could talk. I was like, okay. Well, you know, you must know. No, it's not. in my office. It's not that I lost it. People normally wear shirts. I have still in the plastic. This is fresh out the plastic. That's I wear my shirt. I have a lot of wear shirts, so it's crazy. She was like, uh, I can't find mine. I was like, well, I got two more over here. One well, way, you trying to give me Travis's. Uh, extra large trying to give me Travis's shirt. Travis ain't got his. <laughs> but no, I wear my shirt. I wear your shirt. I wear a lot of people's shirts. So if you oh, give so me a shirt, if I buy a shirt. To the kids, subliminal messages. Yeah, I definitely do wear your shirt and support your shirt. To the point that people look at me like, what's that? Who's that? So, But we're going to go to the next cop topic of conversation for tonight. I brought this up since we both work in the education field. I want to know your thoughts. What do you feel like is the future for education? Because at my school already, we had a pre-K-4 teacher quit after four days. She couldn't handle it. It's almost 30 plus kids in each classroom. <laughs> Teachers are quitting every day. What do you feel like your the future of education for our kids? Man, um, so I'll definitely start with this very cliche you know, statement. I think teachers are very you know, educators in general. I wouldn't just say teachers. Educators in general um, are very much so underpaid. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say this too. I think the way the world is going, uh, I know even this year where our star test, at least in my school, they're actually doing it um, on computers instead of yeah, paper. I yeah, I think they did that last year in my school. And so I think that the way the world is going, they're trying to push everything um, towards um, like technology. Um, so you I feel like it's going to be teachers online out? teachers? Not necessarily online teachers. I think it's gonna make it. Um, I guess when I used to work at the Boys and Girls Club, right? I think it's, I think they said every graduating class from 2015 on was considered "quote unquote" dumb because all the years after that, they're like super into computers and technology. Excuse me, there is no more like old school book reports or looking up things. And kids don't know what an encyclopedia is. Oh yeah. And so um, it's different. So I think now as time progresses, they keep making more and more in-depth things. Phones can do more stuff. 
you know, like you could, I know when I was a kid, you you, you couldn't Google, you know, what I'm saying two X plus three Y and get the answer. Now go on Google and type that, and they give you every step. You know what I'm saying? So I think that um, <laughs> children, you know, what I'm saying I I think that um, you know, as far as education where it's going, I think it's going to be more you know, te- technical uh, technology, you know, savvy, um, and less yeah. just for the human factor. Um, which I well, think especially is with the COVID, the COVID really made it more technology savvy too, to the fact that the kids were on a computer all the time doing homework doing classwork i think every parent who did not take advantage of those that year and a half of COVID should slap themselves let me tell you why i know a lot of kids who were had who had like bad gpas but they made school so easy during that year and a half and a lot of kids went to college on academic scholarships because right. there's damages yeah. giving away free hundreds hundreds yeah. participation class i'm saying great like your I, kids hate those, didn't get, I hate i hate i used to hate that in sports Oh, like the blue like, ribbon, everybody yeah, participates. Yeah, second place. Yeah. Uh, I mean, second place, yeah, you earn it. Third place, yeah, but the participation ribbon and stuff like that. No, the bench woman. We ain't even try. We get that. We got. When I was little, we didn't. We didn't have a. If you lost, if you didn't you get lost. one, two, three. You. Well, that's you why they the ceremony. Well, that's why they added your lesson. Do that's why they added the C team to a lot of the sports. Yeah, it was middle A-B-T, school A-B-T, and all that. A-T, they added that because the C team is for the people that didn't. They Sorry. couldn't cut. They didn't want to cut you. You on the CT. Yeah, so, so we have another comment. It says homeschooling not by the parent, but through the laptop and either Wi-Fi or internet connection. The actual school buildings will be turned into a high school, high period condos. High price. Oh, high price condos. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, so my personal opinion. I mean, my wife talked about this too because since my wife is a teacher, we actually. Our, I, I told my wife, by the time our kids, our oldest kids, get to high school, we probably be doing homeschool. Because the the from my opinion, the way education is going, we, it's it's gonna start. They gonna, I think, they gonna start teaching shit that kids don't even really need to be learning, like the whole uh, transgender education thing, like. I think that's something you should, that should be something taught in the house. So if it gets to that point to where, because I think they're still fighting for this. If we get to the point to where that's going to be a part of the curriculum, I'm, we're pulling our kids out. And my, the way we got it set up is my wife, we can actually start like a small homeschool uh, like program. You can actually start a, a school based out the house. You know, and I don't know if people know this. There's now, a couple you people get a, you sell get a tax break and yeah. you get government aid with that too. And you can just put that shit in your garage, have like five or six kids, and that's who you're teaching. You know what I'm saying? And you can actually get teachers to participate in, and you know what I'm saying, make it that way. But like, it's it's, and then the school shootings that's going on, the violence is picking up. Like it's just it's starting to get real unsafe to go to school where you're supposed to and not have not, to worry about. And that. then there's no help in discipline. I see that a lot. That's the biggest thing. Right. Yeah. It's really is. is horrible. It's like you see a kid do something, and the first thing you want to say is send him to the office. But then you think about it, it's like, well, they're not gonna do anything. This is gonna send them back. So it's like, so why would I? Because butts in the seat. They had me. They so they had me seventh fifth grade. I was in the middle of teaching a new lesson, teaching them about um bio. The meaning of bio, which means life, if you do not know for all you people don't know. So I'm teaching a new lesson to the kids. And next minute, two students, a boy and a girl, started fighting over who's picking up homework. 
fist fighting. The boy hit the what? boy. The boy threw the punch first. He was wrong. What district you in? Judson. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> look, look, he trying to make a point. Yeah, so they fist fighting, going at it. I call the office. Say two students just got into a fight. Can I get an administrator? Come to this my classroom. The first thing they say is, can't they walk? Can't they walk? <laughs> so, they can so they can fight again? So they can fight. So the way she brought this down was two kids, Broom Quisha and Marcus, fight in the class. Boom, 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 boom. And um, she called down to the principal, you know what I'm saying? Principal Lewis, you know what I'm saying? I got two kids in here, you know what I'm saying? Fight, not beatboxing, it's really boxing. And so the principal responded with, can't they walk down here themselves? Basically asking her. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. So I set him outside. What are one of their legs supposed to be? I set him outside two feet apart, right? Set him outside until someone came. Yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, I, it's about two feet. I don't know if it's six feet. I just set him apart outside, waiting for someone to come get them. And I'm over here writing down definitions of words. I'm like, biodegradable. Here's a definition. Write this down. Go outside. Check on them. Make sure they ain't hit each other again. Go back inside. Write another word, another definition. Go back outside. Check to make sure... Then I hit each other until someone came. So they sent a lady that used to be over ISS. We don't have ISS anymore. They sent her to come get the kids. As they're leaving, they call down the office. Talking about can Johnny get sent to the office? He's leaving. I'm like, let Johnny's parents know he just hit a girl. He just got into a fight. Let his parents know. Over homework. And it wasn't even that serious. Uh, I wouldn't be myself fighting to ask this question. Uh, uh, while you scroll, I'm going to ask this question. Um, I wouldn't be deep jumped if I didn't ask the question. You said in your story that um, you gave little Johnny, uh, Marcus as I called him, but anyway, you gave little Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> um, some work and you gave him the definition as well uh, on biodegradable. So what was he supposed to do? Like, what was he, just, like, no, so what it is is they were writing down the words and the uh, definitions in their journal. Right, 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 right. But what it was is before that, I had the girl who got hit first picking up the homework. And Marcus was like, pick up my homework. And she purposely passed over him. She's like, wait a minute, I'll get your homework. And he said it again. No, get my homework. And next minute I know, he put the paper down and started going in. Fifth. Uh, and they started going at it yeah, over one. homework. But no, so the teacher was absent and she's over English. So she has them do root words every day. It was a root word, bio. So that's what I was doing right now. And they had to copy it in a journal. And as they're doing that, I'm making sure they ain't hitting each other again outside because yeah. nobody wants to come. Because <laughs> nobody wants to come and get the kids, man. So I'm like, oh. okay. I'm like, I'm just uh, a sub. We got some. We got go up. We got, some, uh, we got some comments. Chris, we do got some comments. Chris, to go, uh, go up again. Uh, right there, so, you want to read it? Go ahead. Yeah. So Chris said, uh, "Millennials' kids are doomed. We are so hung up on finding things to cancel that our kids can't learn the proper information. Teach you." Do more interacting with parents about BS than actually teaching. Y'all just said that. I, I agree. And then parents always look at you like, my child did it. You sure? You positive? You think kids are bad classroom? You ought to see these kids on the bus. Oh, like, after school too? Man, hey. After school on the these bus? These kids talk like 40 year old adults. He said, my wife is a teacher. The stories I could tell, bro. Man, I'm telling Don't you, trust my wife me, is I a know. teacher too. So. Pre-K man, telling us too. She be sending us pre-K. Pre-K, throwing whole fits. Oh, uh, that's hard. Ari, Ari, he's throwing stuff. Pre-K is at that age where they throw a fit about anything. You can say it's snack time. Then they start throwing a fit. Why are you throwing a fit? You don't want a snack? I do want a snack. And why are you crying? Oh no. Well, let's figure this out. It's right here. Did you read that story? Not yet. Go ahead. I'll share one. 
Val Sherwine, she teaches second and third grade. A mother complained to uh, district that she wasn't helping the student <laughs> blow their nose. The kid's snotty all damn day. He's in third grade. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a complaint? I didn't get a complaint, but there's a little, if you don't know, pre-K, COVID. if you don't know, pre-K three and four do not have to be potty trained to come to school. That's he's, in the Justin district. They don't, they don't have to be potty yeah, trained. I'll tell you, eat it. It tastes like salt. They don't have to be potty trained. So there's this boy. He had, he had, can I go to the restroom? Sure. Took him to the restroom outside waiting for him. He's crying. I go in there and check. I'm like, usually they cry when they can't write themselves. I'm like, why are you crying? I got to go. We'll go. He's like, I can't hold it. Talking about his little wee wee. I'm like, I'm not holding that. You can't for hold you. that thing. I'm ah. not holding it for you. I'm it's sorry. I guess you ain't got to go. I guess, I guess you ain't going. And took him back inside. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Nah, I'm not doing that. Nah, that's crazy. I'm not doing that. Hmm. Now, hey, man, shout out to the all the people in education. Just, I pray for y'all, man. My, my wife comes home with a story every day. It's not a day. And they do more than the administrators because I know a lot of administrators when situations go down. <laughs> he said, I have one, but it's a little wild. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because I know when a lot of stuff go down, administrators always want to look at yeah, you like, that, what are you going to do? Yeah, 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 share that story. We want to hear it. We do. But a lot of administrators just look at you like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Uh, oh, when they implement something. So, for instance, in the beginning of the school year, our principal said that, oh, yes, please sit the kids, boy, girl, boy, girl, in the cafeteria. That'd be perfect. Less patterns. Less trouble, you know, less food fights. Work perfectly. One fifth grader, he complained to his mom. His mom sent the email. Instead of principal saying, I'm the one that implemented, the principal was like, oh, no, it's the cafeteria people. Talk to them. See, Instead so of her she, saying. She went, she, she went to boy, girl, boy, girl? Who, the principal? The, the mom didn't want him sending boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. No. What you want? Anywhere they want. Sit by their friends so they can cut up Sit and everything. I hey, give man, it to look. the pre-K teachers. I have pre-K and that crime yeah. my grandma had this saying when i was a kid and i get pissed off when she would say it to me but now that i'm grown like literally three times seven in some um <laughs> i feel like i can use it and so she's always say like people run their mouth i run my business yeah. that's how i feel about some of these parents like i you don't even work here you know what i'm saying like when i go in my room shut the door listen uh, like boss that's what it is you know what I'm saying like oh yes oh i hate that when the boys mm. sit down and do number two what? Man. And urinals? And it's pre kinders they, they don't know. Pre-K don't know. I had a pre-kinder, man. Hey, look. Okay, look. Uh, I, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but y'all can share this with parents if y'all want to. This is up to y'all. So they have urinals for potty training. You put it on the wall. We have one for uh, Ari. You put the they urinal need on that. the wall, and then you have the potty. Oh, yeah, the the well, you got to think about it. Some... Yeah, it sticks it, it sticks on the wall. It's the, uh, like a... the fat head version or something? What you mean, fat head version? Like the fat, you, know, you know what the fat head is? Like the big, big old like characters they have in the room on the wall? Like the, the stick on the Never mind. No. You is it a wallpaper journal? Or no, like... it's an actual <laughs> urinal. Could you say you stick it to the wall? I got it. He didn't get it. But you know, some parents, <laughs> no matter what advice you get in, what resources you they're gonna look at you like i don't need your help i got this sometimes uh, yeah I mean, but yeah that was a pre-kinder he goes to the restroom all you see is two feet dangling so i know he wasn't in the right stall and i'm like you need to get up he's like oh i can't it's already coming out let you Yo, go did y'all just read what he i read that, that you one of the boys <laughs> we have to sometimes 
Because there's not there's not too many male teachers at our school. Wait a minute, they shit on urinal cakes. What's urinal cakes? The little thingies. The urinal cakes. That's what that's what they call. Yeah. The things that's in our urinal. So we're gonna read the story if you can't see it. Third grade boy, long story short. You wanna read it? (laughs) He said no. Okay. He acts up every day so he can go to the room (laughs) by himself. When he gets there, he masturbates and finishes for third grade. Third grade, bro. Yeah. Fourth grade girls throwing wet toilet paper on the ceiling. Man, I think the most issues I see with third, fourth grade, third grade, fifth grade is boyfriend, girlfriend. This is Who's talking to who? The urinal cakes are throwing them is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mostly see boyfriend, girlfriend stuff. Who's talking to who? Who's not talking to who? who this person who's dating? Who's. That's yeah, my, my daughter knows. And uh, I see a lot of I see a lot of men. Well, not men. I see a lot of boys putting their hands on women, on females. Like, like I say women, but females. Fourth grade, fifth grade, a lot of boys putting on their classmates. That's why I said girls. Oh. I changed it. I didn't mean to say women. But I see a lot yeah, of boys putting their hands on females. I don't know. Like, like what you mean? Putting, like, pulling on them? No, like, either fighting them, hitting them with balls. What age? Fifth grade. Fourth grade, fifth grade. Fifth grade. Uh, we're not f- okay. I'm titty tot. I'm titter totter on that because they're about equal. What? what was the first one? Fighting? Yeah, they're about equal. Man, I said I see a lot of boys. Titter totter. Titter totter. Teeter totter. Whatever. You horny? Seesaw. He's like that third grade. He needs to go to a room by himself. No, but like at fifth grade, you kind of equal. You're still kind of equal. You know, most little boys haven't hit that. Gross yeah, it doesn't matter. You still know, grade. but your parents should still teach you not to. My mom taught me. That's that they. My hands on a female. If they hit you first, that's different. But like I said, the fight in fifth grade, he hit first. Most yeah, of the no, fights yeah. that happened, they hit first. The Even if it's boys a boy, are hitting never first. Supposed to hit first. The boys are hitting first. Unless so. he's bigger than you, then you definitely hitting first. If you get hit first, you might not get the swing back. Some little girls too. Some little girls got some haymakers, so. I don't know. This girl was Shout holding to, her own. T1, man. He teaches self-defense class. This girl was holding too, her own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. This, that. Chris, Chris and Darnell. Y'all two got the crazy. They really do. Shit, How many black teachers at your school? You know what I mean? Let me think about real family. In middle school, I'm at MC going down the hallway. One, uh, two. We go down here. Three, four. Okay. <laughs> the other side, we got, uh, let's see. We got five, six. Going down seven, eight, nine, ten, and an assistant principal all in middle school. Okay, and you only got one black kid. Black kids in sixth grade. Oh, no, I have one kid that's mixed with Hispanic and black. The mom is black, but she looked like Hispanic. What district? My school, my school is actually downtown, too. Yeah, yeah, that's the demographic. Yeah, now last year. Yeah. Now, last year though, when I was over there off Walsham, <laughs> see, that's where I thought you was still was. Okay. That's where. That's where they was all over. They, we blended in. We yeah. blended. We blended. We blended. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, at Sam Houston, it was black and Mexican. Yeah. It, it Who run the world? Us. That's what it was over there. <laughs> so my school is three black teachers, and my principal <laughs> is black. I'm oh, not wow. talking about the assistant. I'm not talking about the uh, assisting staff. Like, there's a couple. Not, of Just three black teachers. Bless you, bless you, bless Two females and a male. Wow. Kinder. Second grade and fourth grade. You know, scratch realized too. Girls get mad when you say female, and she refers to them as female. Then continue. My bad. I just, I just realized. Do that. Just like I realized you can't it. call them bitch, but they 
Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they be like, hey, I, I like that's crazy. Oh, that's oh, I can't stand that word. Those bumper stickers said that. Did it? No, I'm just playing. Go <laughs> 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 on. Rain blind kid gave another kid a black eye. Oh, stop! These, I'm oh, sorry. These, oh my God, these kids. I can't. Is this in San Antonio? This it has to be in San Antonio. I can't. Man. Hey, uh, shout out to everybody listening right now, tuning in. Uh, do us a huge favor. First of all, if you haven't subscribed to If This Mic Don't Talk, I said it right. You hear me? Yep. Okay. I appreciate you saying you're fine in life. Go, <laughs> go subscribe to them right now, man. Follow them you know, on all Sam platforms. Yeah. Also, share the video right now. Go and subscribe <laughs> to us. <laughs> go subscribe to us. On all our social uh, media platforms, just everything is where you ask podcasts. Uh, we'll pop right up. Uh, exactly. I just to throw that in. Oh, New Orleans. We're live on Tuesdays. like some New Orleans here. We're live on Tuesdays, and F This Mic Could Talk is live on Wednesdays. So they go live ahead. On, they live every day. That's what it seems like. F This Mic Could Talk. You still do your titty chats? Ah, man, it's funny you asked me about the titty chat because uh, I haven't done it in a while. Um, but it's crazy because people have been like really, really asking for the titty chat. They're probably saying titty chat right now as I say this. <laughs> um, but I, I I definitely want to get back into doing those because it's a totally different experience than our actual shows. It really yeah, is. Um, I like so, those. I like saying, the chicken. I, I like to. I want to give the mic talkers what they even ask. That's when you for, get the so. spicy topics. Yeah, I'm saying that's that that mild and that spicy bucket. So. <laughs> exactly. Our next topic for tonight, we're talking about how you know, black celebrities, whether you are actor, actress, football player, basketball player, no matter what you do, entertainer. We always get backlash for whatever we say, whether oh, we're yeah. standing up for justice, whether we're not standing up for justice, whether we're saying one plus one is two, they're going to be like, oh my God, he said it's two. And it's an no matter what it is, they get backlash. I want you to talk about this little point since you brought up this topic. He ain't getting no chitty chat because he's been sprung on some kitty cat. <laughs> you got your little kitty cat? Uh, no, that's not accurate. That's, that's, not, that's not right, sir. That's not right. That's not right. That's not right. You, you said it's more like a drizzler. You just, you just, you don't want to just celebrate an anniversary, my guy. You know what I'm saying? That's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know He's saying it's hey, more. Shout out to Chris. Chris, hey, drop your uh, product. Your beard uh, product, your beer please. Product. Let us know. And let me know if you got oil. I got the, I got the shea butter. I think that's what I got. I need but some I need without. Oil. I need some without tea tree in it, please. You know what I'm saying? Can't do the tea tree. You know what I'm saying? My face too sensitive for that. It tree. Up? Do you have any? Um, if oh. you have some beard stuff for people who can't connect their beard, you know, that'd be kind of dope. No, that's, that's a, a thing. Personal problem. I know. I'm joking. Do yours connect? I don't have a beard. <laughs> I'm talking about D. I see. I'm talking about D. That's crazy. Guilty conscience. She didn't even look. I, I didn't even. Look. I'm about D. She was just like, I know. Damn, damn. He made a comment. You, <laughs> you didn't hear the comment. But go ahead. What was the question? Do your beard connect? Y'all got a boyfriend or anything? Y'all want to get him something? If you got Kit Kat, you got a kitty cat. A Trizzler. We a said Snicker Bar. Go ahead and uh, hit that, hit that yeah. link in there. Snicker and, Bar. And get your right, man, your significant other, your dad, anybody with, you know, beer, some beer love. Mm-hmm. You know, he got some other stuff on there. I'm waiting on a, uh, you was out of oil the last time I went on there. So let me know. I'm going to try to grab some this weekend. Oh, but uh, so celebrity. So, of uh, course, so you've been keeping up with the Kanye West thing? We yes, talked sir. about this last week. Yes, bit. sir. <laughs> so we're talking about the Kyrie Irving thing now. Yeah, but Kyrie Irving relates to oh, okay. Kanye West. It's basically one of the same. Um, 
So did you, uh, what do you think about what, did you watch the interview? I seen most of it, you know what I'm saying? I think the one thing about me is I'm always going to go like look at the whole thing to make my own assessment. That's right, what right. I was saying. Because I watched it when I was on my route and I watched the whole thing. Pretty interesting. Yeah, so uh, you, asked me, you asked me my opinion. About, I didn't watch the whole Drink Champs I, I, one, I, I, I but watch I watched that, the uh, one with the, with the guy like, interviewing Pierce, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. yeah, him. Um, yes, I, I think, um, so, I, okay, I, so I go back a little further. So for years, black people in black culture have been making this statement that they want us to feel included with the rest of, you know, human, you know, mankind, mankind, right? And so one of the things that we have always fought and wanted to be included in is freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, people, black, white, whoever went to fight for our country and still do so now to this current day, present day, um, for us to have that right of freedom of speech. Yet when someone is giving their freedom of speech or their opinion, um, Tear down our own. Like I, one yeah. one step. I've always said this, and this is my. And it might be unpopular opinion. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But um, I always hear a lot of black women say, you know, like we we love our black kings, we protect our black kings. But I think a lot of times, you know, and I'm sure I don't speak for all black men, but I know I don't. But I'm sure a lot of black men feel this way when I say we don't necessarily find it to be true. You know what I'm saying? A black man or black men speak their opinion again on a particular subject, and now all their legacy is tarnished. They're damned. They're bashed cancel them forget um yeah. no forgiveness and they're shunned to the you know can't come to the cookout you know what I'm saying Eat, they bring all the meat you know what I'm saying like yeah it's it's unfortunate um and I just feel like you know what I'm saying at the end of the day like everybody's gonna have an opinion I think what people don't understand is when you're passionate about anything mm-hmm. your opinion your passion is gonna come out through your opinion and so yeah. clearly he's passionate about how he feels and he's speaking that way I mean I don't think you have to necessarily agree to what he's saying but I don't think it has to be that deep to cancel somebody and bash him and talk bad about his family and right. accuse him of, and diagnose him of mental illness. Like none of us are doctors. We don't know what he got. He could yeah. literally just be passionate speaking his mind. They called Dave Chappelle crazy because he turned down 50 mil. But every time he put a, a, a special on there, they, they watch it. You know what I'm saying? Genius. Exactly. Then they, they, earlier this year, when Genius or last year when it was, when Genius came out on Netflix, Kanye's thing, everybody, oh my God, Kanye to the now. You know what I'm saying? They want to cancel because he spoke his opinion about this. So. I uh, I was telling Blue last week, the only reason he, two reasons, two in both interviews, the only reason he got backlash is, one, is that he name dropped on the Dream Champs. <clears throat> they don't like that. He dropped too many names of too many executives and stuff like that. The second interview with the dude, uh, the British dude or whatever, uh, the black backlash was because they said that he was making anti-Semitic uh, comments, right? Mm-hmm. When he did the DEFCON uh, thing. So if you watch the interview, <clears throat> he explains it perfectly, what he meant when he said that. And the dude just basically ignored his explanation. When you say he was envious of all the different things they have and we know we don't? So he was talking about, first, one thing he talked about was the contract. So he kept right. saying Jewish people, and the dude kept saying, Well, why do you keep saying Jewish? Why do you keep saying Jewish? He was like, So happened, majority of the owners of these record labels are Jewish. Coincidentally, a lot of people that has messed me over in business are Jewish. He said, So if a black man goes over with a gun, and he's in a car with three other people, you think they just gonna take the one dude? No, everybody in the car is getting arrested. We'll figure out the rest later. He said, so right now, every 
when he's talking about the Jewish media, everybody's getting arrested right now. We'll work out the good ones and the bad ones, if you're guilty or not. Another thing they got mad at is because he kept correcting him saying, I'm not black, I'm Jew. I'm not black. Are you going to acknowledge that I'm Jew? And the dude wouldn't acknowledge it because that's another uh, sensitive subject when it comes to like uh, history and Bible and biblical and stuff like that. That's another one. Another thing I was telling Blue, basically, uh, I was telling her we might get counseled because <laughs> I was talking about it. But uh, if anybody, I go say if anybody reads the Bible because everybody gets, really everybody gets their own opinion when they read it. Uh, but if you just read it for face value and you take those words, it basically tells you the characteristics, the makeup, and the certain things that's going to happen to certain people that are uh, uh, identifying mark of who what they call Jews is and that it doesn't fit those people over there that they call Jewish people right now but in Genesis Genesis is the perfect layout it tells you who everybody is but uh America has done a real good job of helping them I don't know if people do research. I, I can go on and on, so just I'm gonna have to stop. 1948, America helped Israel become a Jewish state. Ever since then, that Israel's been in war because in the Bible it says you would they would not have peace because that is not their land. So as no as much as you want to pray for Palestine, it's not gonna be peace over there because that land does not belong to them. Then Kanye West says it, then Kyrie. Urban recently, uh, he just posted something. He, would, he, he just he, posted something, you know what I'm saying? A documentary, right? Hebrews to Negroes. It's a documentary. People saying, What made me mad is Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless is commenting on this. Y'all are a sports analyst show. Y'all worry about his basketball game, don't worry about what he's posting on Twitter. I don't watch y'all for that. Stephen A. Smith, I love you. I don't watch you for your political input or your religious outtake on what other athletes do i want to know what you how you feel about the knicks what's your top five in football that kind of stuff i don't care about the other stuff kyrie Irving shared the tweet of a documentary and he's getting ripped for that because they say oh it's anti-semitic uh rhetoric in there okay so if black people are jews too like kanye west said how is it anti-semitic but i can make a rap song about killing other black people that's not anti-nothing. That's entertaining. Well, I mean, I just, I, I'm not too, like, well-versed in all the things you said, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Definitely not a knowledge there. Um, what I will say, though, and this may, it may be an unpopular opinion, but it, it, it reminds me what I always call it the double tap. Mm -hmm. You don't, you can be on Instagram and looking at, you know what I'm saying? A married man can be on Instagram and look at big booties for eight hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't have to double tap. You know what I'm saying? The double tap does nothing. No. To enhance the booty, it doesn't make it come out the phone. It doesn't make her knock at your door. Like it's just or respond to you. You know what I'm saying? You just tapping it. You know what I'm saying? You Instagram, you just tell all your business. You tell everybody you double tap on everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, people's yeah, relationships. Get, see who yeah, does. people's relationships getting all kind of out of whack because you sit here double tapping at the woman with the big behinds all day. It's like just look at it, keep scrolling. Like right. she can't tell you looked at it. No. Just you know what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to the way it correlates what I'm trying to say with this is like, I believe this. You know what I'm saying? We always you know. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna assume that you know people in black culture created that phrase "get the bag" and made it popular. Right. You know what I'm saying, yeah. Everybody's saying "get the bag, get the bag, get the bag, Ziploc or Michael Kors, whatever kind of bag it is, just get yeah. it." 
Um, and I, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, we're going to you know, have that mindset of you know, get out here and get the bag, create generational wealth. That's the thing everybody keeps on saying. Generational wealth, create for our offspring and for generations to come and so forth. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like we should have the mindset of like not letting anything affect the money that, you know, or the wealth or the opportunity or the benefits that my children and grandchildren um, and great-grandchildren will soon uh, benefit from. Right. So, so what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, while I appreciate Kyrie Irving having the mindset to, you know, share whatever he wants to share, maybe, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I always say that your team is important. Yeah. Maybe somebody, his team just say, hey, Kai, hey, Kai, Kai, maybe until you stop playing, right? stop posting certain things. Because what's happening now is like, there's people, there's people out here literally saying, hey, suspend them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, cut them from the team. Like, mm-hmm. That's messing up your pockets. Wouldn't yeah. that be proving what they saying though? What do you mean? Like when when Kanye West said, because Kanye West lost a lot of endorsements too, right? Yeah, a lot. He does and all a that lot. stuff, right? Lord, help him. Go ahead. So, uh, but he was prepared for that. He knew this was gonna he happen. Got stupid money still though. Yeah, but he knew this was gonna. He he said one thing that I that stuck out to me. He said, "Tupac told me that first you get the money, then you go to war." Because they pockets is deep, who you fighting against. So when he said the Jewish media and what they gonna do, he specifically said what they was gonna do in that drink champs interview, and that's what they're doing. But we, we not. I don't think a lot of people was recognizing what he said. They, I think they still stuck on that he's crazy. I think people still got that narrative in their head. They assume. I mean, they, they call us Gemini's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Gemini. They, they say thing about Tupac. They think about Ice Cube. They say thing about Kanye. They say thing about. All these different people. Like, all those people you name are outspoken. Right. Very outspoken people. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, I think, again, like, I, I don't know. I just, we we play like this double Dutch thing when it comes to people in our own culture. Like, before, you know, when his mom first died, they said he was alone. Then mm-hmm. he came out with Yeezy and everybody wearing him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, then he become a billionaire and make some comments and everybody want to cancel him again. Like, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if he creates some new shoes in two months called shoes, you know what I'm saying? People are going to start them buying them. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to, you know, pick a side and just, you know what I'm saying, be a, you know, confidence, stand on whatever you want to stand on. Like, I, I just, again, I just feel like people can say what they want to say. You know, either you choose, you don't have to support what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of my greatest friends that I have to this day, we don't agree on everything. Mm-hmm. We have great debates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I love you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Talk to you later. Like, you know what I'm saying? I do a podcast with a guy who has a polar opposite mindset than me. Oh, Completely definitely. different. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And we just do our, it don't, it don't have no effect on our relationship outside of that. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, but that's what you want in a podcast, though. If everybody I mean, agrees, I feel like the podcast would be born. I mean, I, I feel like with our, I feel like I, I can only speak for it like a talk. With us, I feel like regardless if we agreed or didn't or disagree, because sometimes we agree, mm-hmm. um, the energy and the chemistry we have would still make it what it is. Right. But my point is, though, like, even with us having differences, it doesn't mean that we have to dislike each other or cancel each other because we might, di- might have a feel, like, feel a different way. If I can give you a, a, a prime example, like, Beacon is real big on, like, if he's dating a woman and his kids don't like that woman, that woman is immediately dismissed. Right. Well, I'm polar opposite. If my daughter came to me and say, I don't like, you know what I'm saying, such and such, that's unfortunate, honey. Go sit down. <laughs> what, what if your daughter got to know that significant other and then you realize, did she realize, no? Nah. Still don't matter. I, it's ultimately his, I, 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 his choice. I, I think that's where parents mess up. What if they make them feel uncomfortable? Yeah, I mean, again, unless she's doing something crazy, like, I, at the end of the day, I think a lot of parents, in my opinion, a lot of parents mess up because they live their life through their children. Yeah. Like, 
I think y'all don't understand. Your children will leave you. Yeah. And so why you out here spending? <laughs> why you out here spending eighteen plus years investing every thought and thing you do into your child? But y'all can't wait to get away from women. You. Mostly right. do that. To you know what I'm saying? So single women, they do that to their yeah. sons. They can't. Um, they can't. They can't wait to get away from you. So at the end of the day, like again, like I said this before, to me, the perfect or one of the greatest gifts you can give your children is the example of a healthy relationship. So. Yeah. You know, exactly. like children are very manipulative. Some of the most manipulative kids on this earth. Oh, that is they know exactly too. what to say to make you move a certain way. So my daughter came in and said, "Daddy, I don't like her." Well, that's unfortunate, honey. Um, you know, when dinner's in the kitchen, you know, what I'm saying, get, get eat. You know, what I'm saying, <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't just leave because she said that. Now, there's a, right. a a big issue, like that's different. But like just the fact that you're saying I don't like her, like yeah. you know her. You know, what I'm saying, she, I, a lot of foods I didn't like. So I tried it. You know, what I'm saying. That's true. Uh, well, go uh, read Chris. You know, I posted it. People don't have to, you know, we don't have to read every comment. Oh, I was just, I didn't see you post it, but I was done. I was But um, while we speaking on what he said, I want to bring up the other topic. Yeah, that's actually that what we, which is um toxic masculinity. Yeah, and you can bring that since this is your topic. Go ahead. Uh, so you saw a video. We saw a video. I think we can't play the video. No. Uh, so he said every episode. He was basically saying the video. So I just want the opinion. So the video basically was saying that a lot of a lot of what we say is toxic masculinity might not be toxic masculinity because a lot of these men are growing up in single parent households, which are led by women. And uh, uh, maybe because he didn't say he didn't say what it was. He yeah. was just like he kind of put it out there to where you'd be like you could be like oh okay I see where he's going with it. That's how I kind of left it out there. But he was saying a a dude nine times out of he said where's these toxic men that like yelling in these women faces and telling them all this kind of stuff. Chances are you will see a woman doing that to a dude before you see a dude doing that to a a chick. Like I've seen a lot of chicks like in dude, big dudes' faces that they know they can't whoop and just straight disrespecting them and stuff like that. But I think some men learn these traits from growing up around their mom. I guess it depends on the mom too and the upbringing. But we is masked as toxic masculinity when it can be actually toxic femininity. Would that be a word? Is that how you say that? Feminine, uh, femininity. What 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 part are you saying is a toxic masculinity? Like them. So like you know how dudes, <clears throat> uh, for some reason, toxic man is popular. Yeah. Oh, I, I need a man that's toxic. Like, like uh, what's a uh, little like, Dirk? Like I, he, uh, he was telling, uh, like old girl. Are you talking like blue face relationship? Like, like the bad, the the bad boy type stuff. Yeah, like that kind of. Oh, stuff. like so, blue face relationship with. Yeah, that's toxic. Them. So they would consider that toxic masculinity. When actually it might not be toxic masculinity because it's learned behavior from him growing up with his mom in a single household. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna you I'm gonna tell you I don't I I grew up with his my mom, I grew up with just my mom. I've never uh I've never displayed like what you would call toxic masculinity. But I my upbringing was kind of different because I was up I was brought up with my mom. But at the same time, you had uncles. I was, I had uncles, but it was more of a street aspect to it because my mom was like, yeah, street oriented. So it was a lot of respect that was taught. 
you know, like, hey, you know, look people in their eyes, shake people's hand. She said, I can't teach you how to be a man, but I can not, I can teach you how to not be a chick or a bitch, basically. So my uncles came in with that part of the aspect. But as far as like me growing up with my mom, I never seen my mom like getting a dude's face and straight disrespecting. Because yeah, in the streets, it's more of a respect than it is about showing. I think it's different now. I think so women, what part, what part are, we, are we? So the toxic masculinity, right, yeah. I think, from what the dude was saying, uh, can you play? Can we play it for him and let him see it on the phone? He so can, he can see. That's gonna be kind of awkward. That's going. Cool, no, it's not because I want him. I don't want to. Uh, I want him to uh, grasp what the dude was saying because I'm just paraphrasing right now. Is he saying like basically to- like toxic masculinity? Like how are you saying like how men treat women based on their experiences with their upbringing or? Yes. Yeah, but it's it's called toxic masculinity. Right. But that might not be what it actually is. Well, I, so I'll say this: I, I, I remember I was working at a job actually when we first started doing the podcast, like episode nine. I remember, and um, and there was this woman. She was at work. She was kind of venting a little bit, or she asked me for my advice rather. She was saying mm-hmm. how she's married to a man, um, and he's not affectionate or attentive. He treats her and her daughters like crap. He's very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said when she approached him and you know talked to him about going to do counseling and so forth. His reasoning behind his behavior towards them was when he grew up, his mom was, you know, very affectionate towards his sisters, but treating him like crap. And so it kind of translated. And mm-hmm. I and I when people always when people tell me stuff, I always ask, like, do you want to hear like the Daniel like truth or do you want me to say what I think you want to hear? And when they say the Daniel truth, I say, well, for me, it's common sense. Like, I think people don't and I understand, you know, therapy is a great thing. Go get some. Right. But I also feel like there's like. I think sometimes we, we we put too much, you know, credit into these other things. Like it's very self-explanatory. Decide to commit to a person, get in a relationship. As a man, by default, you should know this woman requires, even if she don't say it, certain things. Yeah. yeah. You need to be a little softer with her. You need right. to be affectionate with her. You need to be attentive. You need to make sure she feels like a woman. Right. No matter how independent or self-sufficient, I think that's just something you should automatically know when you are dealing with a woman. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that a lot of people create these like scapegoats and mm. excuses um, mm. and try to, you know, live and hone on those things. So that's my thought. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yes. Uh, I can see that. Uh, you, what you think? Uh, have you ever, have you face. ever, uh, I guess, you, have you ever uh, encountered what you would deem as toxic masculinity? Not in my household. No, like, oh, in general? Or just dating? Me personally, no, not dating, but I've seen it with other people in their relationships. So what what would what would be like my whole thing is what are characteristics of a toxic because I don't call it toxic masculinity, but I would just call it toxic person, I would just call it toxic. So my supervisor, her soon to be ex husband, they're only married for a year. She's so she was with him. Yeah, you make it to the second year, it's usually the hardest year. She was with him back when he was locked up. He was in this known like drug game, big like you know, drug pen, whatever you have it. And um he she was with him when he was locked up, she stayed with him when he got out. They've been together for some years and then they end up getting married. Like I said, only lasted a year. Um he was very um what's it called? Um he was very narcissistic. 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 Thank you. He's a narcissist. He was a narcissistic. Big one. He um also, of course, um, how can I put this? I'm sorry, put it in a nice way. 
because he's very toxic. He controlled everything he she does, she did, even to the point where they went to the movies one day and there was this black man sitting two two seats down. He's like, oh, so you invited the janitor to come to the movies? And he, she didn't even know the black dude. It was some random black dude at the movies. Wasn't even a custodian at school. Like, he's very, where's your location 24-7? What are you doing? Who are you talking to? Who's that in the background? So, that's, I'm, I'm, glad, she's, I'm glad she's saying that because that would be deemed as toxic masculinity. But women, like Chris just said it, women display those traits too. Oh, I agree. So is that still considered toxic? Why is it why is it masculine? Because given or the the aggression? I'm assuming that's why they're calling it that. Yeah. But some women not even aggressive when they do it. Some not yeah. aggressive when they do it. Like displaying, like how she was describing the dude is uh basically controlling. Controlling your life where you're at 24-7. You don't have to be aggressive but it's, it's to some do that. Women, but that goes back to what D. Jones just said. Because you can, she can be acting that way because of her past experiences. But at the same time, like, I wouldn't, it's just the whole point of it, it's automatically deemed as toxic masculinity versus just being a toxic person yeah, or so, a, a hurt person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, so I, I, only I gave, think it's the wordplay that, that gets me. I only gave one, I only gave one side to men. So I, I jump into the women now. I, I, this is how I feel. Women are um, evil. So, I, and I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just do. The, I'm not gonna. I know, like, I know. No. The no, Bible. Women. But I'm gonna just say it real fast. I'm just, I'm, you, don't hate, you don't hate the Bible. Just <laughs> I'm about to say right? what? But I'll say this right. So, like, for everybody who's like, who's a Christian out there, like, <laughs> they can relate to this. Like, in the story of Adam and Eve, God created Adam first. I'm sure we all agree there. Yeah. Okay. He was the first human that was created. Then Eve came along. We people in society always paint the woman as the emotional creature. Right. If you're thinking just on surface level, well, then we have to understand that if God made Adam first and Adam is also a human, that means all the emotions that the woman have has, the man had them first. And so it's okay for a man to be vulnerable, cry, yada, yada, so forth. I think society has painted this weird picture that men, you know, can't be that way. And I think a lot of times women feed off of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they expect you to be this hard person mm-hmm. and this, you know, this this hard, like, you know, fear of a being, and it's not necessarily fair. Like men want to be held sometimes. Men want to be able to cry without being, you know, called a girl or like you know what I'm saying, less of right. a man. Like it's not fair, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I'm saying? So, like right here, when he said it's like when a woman tells her son not to cry, like, or don't yeah. be a girl, be a man. Like that boy's eight years old, he's nowhere near a man, he's a boy, right? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like he should be like he should be able to like, you know, learn his emotions and learn how to, you know, compartmentalize them because you know what I'm saying? Like it's not, you know, it ain't it ain't fair. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, I I don't know. I think it's it's very when you were talking about the whole like um controlling thing, I'll jump into that real fast. Like I dislike when people do that because I think what they're trying to do is like find a way to cover up the word respect. Like three words I live by is respect is non-negotiable. And so I feel like when you get in a relationship. There has to be a lot less of I and me and a lot more of us and we. Yeah. And so if I'm going to be with you, um, the next step after we commit to each other literally is getting engaged and getting married. So if I'm not ready for marriage, I shouldn't get to with you anyway, first of all. But second of all, um, once we're in a relationship, like your feelings on both sides should matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's a respect and to say, hey, babe, I'm going out with the girls. We're going to be out, you know, doing some wine tasting tonight. Like, 
you know, I'll let you know how to get home and talk to you tomorrow. Okay, babe, have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Be safe. Right. That's not me being controlling. It's just me not necessarily wanting to know. You know, you know, it's crazy. I don't think people think about this. They would call controlling if you tell her, uh, send me a text when you make, make it. it. Yeah, that's controlling. But, right. you know, but you know what's crazy about the, with that same thing you just said, text, right? As you get further in the relationship, sometimes your parents and your significant other have each other's information. Right. You know how bad it makes them look if my mama called my lady and say, hey, do you know where Daniel is? And she can't tell her. Yeah. That makes oh, that, yeah. that's that's now y'all looking like where y'all communication at. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's crazy. That actually happened. It did. That's what I was thinking. And we're not even in a relationship. So if you don't know Mr. D Live at Five, he has two phones, but never can keep a charge on him. And never can keep a charge. So he goes out to do an interview and he uses his phone to videotape the interview. You know, that takes a lot of your battery. Yeah. His phone dies. His mom couldn't get in touch with him. His wife couldn't get in touch with him. So she calls. They both call me on Facebook. Where is my husband? Where's my son? I'm like, the last I thing I know. No, I was at work. You went to go interview um, what's the name at the at the hookah place, Angel. Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. Angel. the first time. Yeah, that's the, the first, first time. time. So yeah, yeah. You left the doghouse. Go ahead. Yeah, no, we went we because I did an interview and then we went back to do the podcast. Then. Yeah, later on that was yeah, another day. On. So yeah. he goes interview so and so. His phone <laughs> dies. They calling me with my son, with my husband. At I'm saying the last place I know he's at the hookah place doing an interview. His phone had died. They didn't know where he was for at least an hour. So yeah, that was... life of live at five never can keep a charger. <laughs> so if you have a spare no, iPhone charger and a spare Android charger, you want to donate. Right now. I got some batteries. You want to donate. I'm at 14%, but I brought my yeah. charger with me. Oh, for the time. first time. Ooh. Yeah. But so that, uh slacking. Uh what D John said is actually spot on with that uh the communication part. Because uh mm -hmm. And I do that to, I, I do that to a lot of people. Like, I don't really answer my phone. Even my mom get on me like, yeah. I don't answer my phone. If you can call me and I can be looking at it. I'll, I really, really don't like talking on the phone. I like really, texting. I rather text. Yeah. But I'm like that with everybody, though. Out. I'm even like that with you. When you give me my phone, what do I always say? Let me know when you make it home. I do it to everybody. Yeah. Is this a safety issue? Like, let me know when you make it home. Yeah, I think... Uh, I just want to make sure that people like uh, say... I think... I think being masculine is being challenged now and it's being labeled it's getting these different labels put on them so like women are so independent now that me opening up the holding the door for you is kind of like i don't need you to open i don't need you to hold the door for me you know that kind of stuff like uh, the smallest stuff we go on a date like i'm coming to pick you up like well i don't need you to come pick me up i drive my own car i meet you there well that may be a safety issue sometimes if you want on a date, if you don't know that person, but if you've been dating, that's different. Let me ask a question, Blue. Watch this next question, right? Um, I don't know if you do it now, but in this scenario, let's say you have a man, right? Yeah, your man call you, um, one Friday afternoon at like two. Have you been talking? It's your man, okay? Yeah. So, anyway, he call you at two o'clock and Shut says, up. Hey, honey, dumpling, um, you know, when you get off today, I need you to come to the house, um. I got a surprise for you. All right, cool. You get home, you think it might be dinner. You know what I'm saying? Candlelight, whatever. You, you assume that. But you walk in the door and he says, Hey, um, we catch a flight in two hours. You got 15 minutes, pack a bag. I'm taking you out of town for the weekend. Do, I, now, I saw a panel of women talk about this exact subject. Do you think that's controlling? No. I like that. Now, I want, now watch that this. means they're taking charge. There I was like 10 that. women on this panel. Mm. Seven of the 10 felt it was controlling. Mm -hmm. No, I they like said, that. They said, 
he should tell me in advance so I can pack up what I want. I know you I can get the, I can get you know what I need. Like you you rushing me now, nah. my anxiety's out the roof. Like, nah. I'm like damn. But, I like but, that. But, but on the other hand, though, a lot of women almost require their man to be spontaneous and take charge. Well, the reason why I like that is because I'm gonna tell you why I like that. Because one, that means you pay attention nine times out of ten to, to what? what the to what your woman likes. Because okay. mm -hmm. you mentioned this. Because it's beyond the way, I'm just trying it. You know what I'm saying? But even if you mention a trip, let's just say you just mentioned, hey, I need a vacation, no matter where it's at. That means you're paying attention. Because there's sometimes you can mention stuff like, I need a vacation, or I'm craving a salad. And your significant other would be like, oh, well, go get that salad down the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who? It's like, well, what happens though? Okay. Right. There we go. That's what I'm saying. That's the example. But if you're paying simple, attention. Salad. salad. You say, I'm craving salad. The next day he come in there, he gets you this, 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 this. He bring ranch dressing. Now the woman like I don't even eat ranch. Yeah. I'm thousand out. Like you saying, like now we're yeah. like damn. Oh, like nah. you know what I'm saying, like oh, you know what I'm saying, it's crazy. Yeah. So instead of complaining, sometimes you give suggestions. So like that used to happen to me. One of the ex I used to talk to worked at Wendy's and always get me. Bag. You got that bag. You got that biggie barrel. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> always gave me a vanilla icy, knowing I like chocolate, but frosty. I didn't. Oh, he was doing that frosty. Yes. Yes. Huh? Wait, wait, wait. Vanilla icy. Y'all said frosty. You said icy. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. She, she said, I'm not even gonna take clothes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, but anyway, so like, he always made vanilla frosty. Don't I like chocolate? But I don't think he knew I like chocolate. Wasn't paying attention. Candy. See? Candy. See? So he's buying you a vanilla frosty, but you like chocolate. Exactly. So sometimes instead of just like right out getting upset, oh, I wanted the chocolate or something like that, you'd be like, hey, I appreciate you buying vanilla, but next time, can you just give me a chocolate and say, let's, you know, try it? And... No. Like, let me say, as a man, this is what you, this is what I would have suggested. I'm not going to say what you should have did. As a man, though, you have to remember. That's what I'm saying. Instead of saying you should have, just say next time, can you? No, I wouldn't well, say I that. he's going to tell you how you can say it. You can say it without, without, without even having to say those words. Just be like, next time you driving, you stop at Wendy's. And they'd be like, you'd be like hey, I'm, can I get, you want anything, babe? Large fry, cool. Like, can I get a large fry and a chocolate frosting? <laughs> now he know, oh, shoot. Like, oh, she yes, probably yes. like chocolate. Right. Let me not give it up no more. Because, again, true. men are different. Like, we feel, like, so proud. Like, man, I did that. And then you just, boom, pop that, pop that balloon. Mm -hmm. Like, a perfect example. I got a homeboy, yeah. very close friend of mine. One time he got in an argument at his house with his wife. I was there. We had to go to the store to do the rest of the stuff for the food. I said, man, just, you know, get her something nice, man. Get her some flowers or something. Just try, you know, just be a man and make her, make her feel right. good. We go to the flower section. He buys her two nice, nice roses, a little bear, and a card. Right? Some nice little thug message in the card. <laughs> thug message. Take it back to the house. You know about them thug this, is, this, is, this is no lie. As soon as you walk in the house, he goes, here, babe, I want to do something for you. I'm sorry. Give her a hug and kiss. Gave her the two flowers, the card, and the bear. This is what she said to him. She looked at the stuff and she goes, where are the other 10 roses? Oh, no. Oh, wow. Nah. To this day, he ain't bought her another flower of any kind. That's what I'm saying. You fuck up something so, like that. Okay. I can see that. Would that be considered toxic masculinity? That's just toxic behavior. That's just toxic behavior. Yeah. But Yeah, that's toxic in, behavior. In today's society, that will be deemed but. as her displaying toxic masculinity. Because that's, I guess that's what they expect men to do on a yeah. certain level of certain things. Yeah, let's go ahead. You gonna read Chris's comment? Chris, what Chris said? Uh, Chris said we have to stop the independent narrative. Somebody just said that uh, up there. She said I'm not 
Oh, I think that was. Well, read this and you can read that one. She said, uh, uh, oh, my bad, Chris. Uh, we haven't stopped the interfering narrative because we are uh, distancing ourselves from uh, for the wrong reasons. I just think the word is being used the wrong way. Yeah, I agree. I don't yeah. think nobody is fully independent. But we need more men out there that are, but there are not too many men out there that are doing that. Just saying, pack up, let's go. So I'm just saying that in general. I think it is. I just don't think men right now are fighting are, the right woman to do it with. Yeah, but I don't think men are. That makes you. Men are. Women are. You got to understand, sometimes one apple, well, how does it say? One bad apple could spoil the whole batch or whatever. That's true. So you got to understand, he might have went on a date with two or three women that displayed these toxic traits now he's kind of like i'm over it i'm just trying to get yeah. some at this point so now it's going to take him a minute because men are they don't a lot of men i've been out the dating game for a minute but even in the marriage there's a lot of stuff that i won't repeat because i'm not a i'm not an avid repeater if i try something twice and it fails all right it's, it's good even with kids disciplining i'm gonna tell you something two times the third time is something coming behind it I can't re- keep repeating myself. It's so even even when like um, this is funny. Me and my wife past two days, we've been arguing about cooking. So I start cooking, and uh, she has to finish it. No, she'll she'll be trying to direct me to do like. So yesterday I did salmon. Right, you got the kitchen, baby. You I, got the kitchen. Look, so <laughs> we did. I I was doing now. You gotta cook. I can't spell cook. Um, at this mm-hmm. point, at this point, she's supposed mm-hmm. to be in the shower, and I'm supposed to be cooking. So I'm cooking and I got the sides on and I'm gonna take the salmon out to rinse it off. But instead of me using my hands to rinse it off, I just take the spatula and just hold it and use our uh, our uh, filter water and I rinse it off, right? This is how I do it when she's not in the kitchen. She just happened to be in the kitchen this time. So I'm about to get ready to do it and she's like kind of fussing at me because I'm not using my hands. So I said, you know what? You, you got it. So I put the spatula down and I just I got Ari and I went upstairs and gave him a bath. Man, you finish you can finish cooking. So today it was the same thing. She tried to do this. <laughs> it's Taco Tuesday. It's not supposed to be this different. Yeah, it's Taco Tuesday. Same thing. I said, you want to cook? Because I, you know, I walk out the kitchen. We can eat sandwiches tonight. I'm cool with that. I'm a sandwich guy. When she said this, time. so she she left me alone. I finished cooking. Yeah, it's kind of like this, washing dishes. I never forget. I had a huge argument with an ex of mine. Like, I don't believe in making dishwater. Like, I don't believe I in make, making dishwater and all the dishes sit in the water and they sitting there in the water turning orange because the spaghetti sauce. Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. That ain't me. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna turn the water on. I don't like dirty and dishwater. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Go- I'm making dishwater. Period. I'm gonna have all my dishes in one side of the sink. I'm gonna run the water in the side. I'm gonna wash them with a little thing. Get them all soapy. Wash them all and put them down. Like, me I'm too. Not, I don't do that. Oh, but it's right. we. Got, our sink is one. I mean, it's fine. I'll it's separate. I'll, I'll figure it out. But I, I, I take. I ain't making this water. I take all my dishes out. I rinse them off first because I don't like food floating in my water. If it comes push comes to shove, I will put gloves on. Yo, like, do you believe in a dishwasher? Yo, dishwasher? dishwasher? We got one. Do you, you use, use it? it? No. That's what I'm saying. Damn that. If my house have a dishwasher, I use it once. Use. I use Cascade. Thank <laughs> you. I use it Thank once. Thank you. We be we be needing like it's five of us in the house, yeah, that's cool. so we be needing like dishes. Thirty minutes, like, you be done. Yeah. Save your elbows. Especially while you at work. While you at work, your kids at school. They could be running. They could be done by the time you get back. So my wife uh, has a little bit of OCD. We usually don't go to sleep with dishes in the sink. Mm. So the that. dishes is kind of made like as the night goes. And sometimes we just be too tired and there'd be dishes in there. 
but she'll like run some water and she'll just have the dishes sitting in there which i do it sometimes too but it's like if i'm cooking cooking and it's like like if i'm cooking meat and you know how you know you get some some of the scrapes i'll let that soak mm -hmm. but if it's like just dishes i just rinse them out first then i make a little bit of water and then i'm cleaning it as i go but i agree i would rather use the dishwasher i just all my houses grew up in we had dishwashers I just never used it but i used to get in trouble though if you if my if i wash the dishes and my mom come in there and she, she take a spoon and it's a stain on that spoon i gotta wash the whole everything over again so all the dishes yeah so when my wife <laughs> so so i do that to my i don't do that to my wife but yes, you do i'm very yes, like do. observant like when i wash the dishes if i wash a spoon I'll, and i do this that's how i watch she's like uh uh-uh you know I, hey look my homeboy told me his cousin washed the dishes and didn't do a good job they had dinner that night he ended up getting uh what is it called salmonella oh wow. and ended up getting real sick from that and had like real like real serious that's sickness that's so that comes from not washing dishes good yeah. so you know i'm gonna tell you i went real fast i don't want to keep going up one time um I met this woman. This is some years back. I met her. She lived somewhere like up, going like towards Dallas. So we met in like what, like uh maybe San Marcos, I guess. And um, it was like a weird little date, but it was just like you know she just wanted to see me, so we went to this, the outlets. Mm -hmm. Um, but before we went to the outlets, she had me meet her at Walmart. Now we almost didn't make it to the outlets because of what she did at Walmart. But you know, I'm still, <laughs> so we, we met at Walmart, and like I'm a sure I'm a chivalrous guy. Like I'm not to my own horn, but I believe in like opening doors. Like I have a rule, like if I'm around, don't touch no door handle. My daughter don't touch no door handles. Like yeah. just let me open the door. Um, so we were in the store and she wanted to buy some, uh, some kind of berries or raspberries or some kind of cherry, something she's buying, some kind of fruit. And so I, you know, I, she got it. Like I you know, went to grab it. You know what I'm saying? She, and her exact words, she goes, she goes, I can carry my own fucking bag. Bad. Watch this. I, I, now I'm programmed. This is going to be the theme wallpaper for this phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so everything she grabbed, like, I'm walking, you know what I'm saying? She grabbing a couple candles. She only got two hands, no basket. Right. So she was saying she grabbing. So now she's looking at me like, gonna help me. I was like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, baby. hold on now. It's, it's the thing. I offered to hold something. You told me I can carry my own effing berries. So I thought that meant you gonna carry everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Xena, Warrior Princess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Carry all the shit. So when we got to the got to the uh, got to the checkout. I paid just to be a you know what I'm saying? I like, you know what? I I got my car. Paid it, you know what I'm saying? It's like thirty some dollars, whatever. I ain't tripping, but and I paid for the what we ate and everything else that day too. But like, I was really like immensely turned off because like I wasn't trying to gain brownie points or anything of the sort. Yeah. I was just trying to be a gentleman and carry the bag. Like, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, shivery. You know what I'm saying? Because right. on the other side, what, what the man wouldn't ever offer to carry anything? Like, you would have something bad about it to say about him. Exactly. He's trying to offer to help you. He wanted to help. Look, boss. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. <laughs> you Crazy. Think is I think it's not practiced. It's not. You know what I'm saying that's why. It's, that's yeah. why it seems dead. Generations don't. Men don't teach men how to do stuff like that. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, I, I I cringe when I see. You know what I'm saying? Like, go to the movies or something, and you walk into the car and you see, you know, a, a couple, you know, and a man just, you know, getting his car and she getting, she trying to get her door unlocked and get in her car. He just in there. Trying to get the air on, like that's weird to me. <laughs> no, that's kind of messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, open the, open the door, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think it's. I, is it the I same as they open it from the inside? I, I, uh, 
the lean over the lean over yeah i i i i uh i only learned that from my uncle my uncle and his wife uh I, that was the first him because my grandma my grandpa didn't do uh but it was it was older they they kind of was already like i'm tired of you already I bar in my head. Go ahead. they Go ahead. slept in separate rooms they was it was they loved each other but i think they were done with each other <laughs> you know that's just let's do it for the kids but uh my uncle is who i saw opening doors for my aunt pulling a chair out and all that kind of stuff so that's where i learned that from and uh i try to practice that with every i haven't dated a lot of women anyway but especially my wife so my wife was actually able to be around my uncle when he was alive to witness all this too so she knew where i got it from so even though when 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 we was dating i didn't have the uh i guess you would say the look of a gentleman i had ponytail do-rag tall teeth. if you ain't seen that old picture of d i look like he a had the pressing curl like snoop dog I, I look like a thug and when i met her dad that's the face that he looked at me like and disgust like my daughter didn't go when he's niggas home <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, he actually was, <laughs> what he, he actually said that was in the hospital when my wife was uh, getting ready to have the twins. He was like, "You just had to get my baby pregnant." Why you didn't talk to that other one? Over but y'all was pregnant. I mean, I was married. I was married already. Yeah, married already. he was like, "Why you didn't talk to that other one over there?" Talking about my my wife's sister. She's crazy. No, I would never. <laughs> no, I, I got the right to one. Pawn you off to the sister. I got the right one. But uh, but he he I seen it from him too with my mother in law the shivery so it, it, like i said it's not dead i just don't think it's in uh we don't see it a lot because of what the jones just the story women, you just said I, I, women, I, i'll say this too like women and just don't think so much on surface because it's deeper than some y'all gonna get anyway but that's what it is um women you can't expect or want a man to provide if you don't let that man be a man mm-hmm. bar yeah, let that, Definitely. Let that, let that, let that marinate like the ham and Thanksgiving. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, women are too independent for shivery. You think so? I, I I can't speak for it because I've I'm I've been out the independent. The I, I had this kind of week. Independent and self sufficient are two different things. Independent means to be by yourself alone. Right. That make that word makes men run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, be self be sufficient. Black independent. Be self sufficient. Be self sufficient. You can do it, but you want help. We blame Webby right. for that. Who? Webby, Webby. Y'all listen to him though. Yeah. I don't listen to him. No, I'm saying when he oh, said it, y'all listen yeah. to it. Y'all ran with it. And they say I N D L A E A D E. Lonely. That's what that means. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if you think about it, buying roses, buying roses. A lot of multiple colors. Multiple colors. That's their man. You got a vibrator. You got multiple colors. That's what they're going. I got my toy. My seven-year-old opens the car door for me. He was taught by his uncle doing uh doing it for his wife and now it's a reaction for him to open and close my door before he gets in hey look uh i love my wife to death i'll die for her and i'll kill for her i don't open the door her car door every time what, what okay so like sometimes go, what determines when you do open it sometimes it's it's, outside uh, like if we got all the kids like kids is the priority which i'm trying to get the kids in mm-hmm. so if we go grocery shopping, y'all get in the car, I load the car up. So you don't think how many boys you got two? One? I got uh two, a two one year old and a nine year old. So do you think that I'm just asking, you know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, yo door. Um, do you do you feel like it would benefit 
the two boys to see daddy open the door for mom. Oh no, they they definitely see me. But they only see I'm just saying, uh, every time we go, I, I don't, yeah. I don't do it. Sometimes it's, it's sometimes it's, uh, let's say uh, you're rushing because, like you said, you got kids. Yeah, sometimes like if we at Walmart, uh, and she's not the one to be like, oh my god, you didn't open the door for me. Like she's she knows. Okay, boom. I'm, my attendance is up already because of the traffic and shit is going on anyway. So I don't even want y'all out the car. I unlock the car. I pop the trunk here, baby. You go the keys. Go ahead and get the kids in the car. I'm going to load the groceries up. That's how we do it. Mm-hmm. If we go, when we go out on a date, I'm opening everything. Man, what works for y'all? What for y'all? You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I also, okay, so do, when you're cooking dinner, mm-hmm. when she lets you cook the dinner without, you know what I'm saying? Without, <laughs> without, without critique, right? Um, do you uh again i'm prefacing by saying this like if you whatever, start if i think it's necessary if you start off like that right if you want to start that way you, you got to continue that behavior and, and also like there are some women who do require a man to open her door like that to, to them they need that chivalry like yeah you know what i'm saying that's a you know that's a that's a you know it might be a, a type of love language for them you know what i'm saying like acts of service but i do it for i do it for uh just it, it, it's just people in general, just yeah. like yeah, just doing it. Uh, I think one time I didn't do it no. for her, she called me out on no, it. No, 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 she like, you didn't even open time it up for no, me. no, no, time out. Random people, I agree. People he know, you ain't never. I have opened open the door for you. He don't open doors for me. Lies. I open the lies. He tell. I definitely don't open. We're not called doors. I'm talking regular doors. Lies. He tell. Don't let this man fool you. So my cousin, my cousin Nate. Told me a story. He's at the gas pump with his with his uh girlfriend, Nate uh, the Great, ex or whatever she was, right? She's big into fitness, so they're at the pump, and she's pumping the gas, and he's outside That's on wild. the phone, right? Wild. And the dude comes up to him and says, "Hey, bro, you really gonna let your girl pump that gas?" He said, yeah, "I agree." She squats four hundred in the gym. This is nothing. <laughs> that was his answer. <laughs> That's what he told him. Yeah, I totally disagree. I don't give wow. a damn. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's why we had these issues, right? Like, dog. Like I expect I, that from Nate, though. No, that's Nate. Well, I mean, even if you expect it from him, she's letting it happen. We I can't know. be mad. Yeah, she we is. can't be mad. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, though, like again, like it's a it's a circle of the same events. You know, what I'm saying men ain't taught to do certain things, so women never get introduced to these things. These things, like that's what I'm saying. Like my what if daughter he doesn't want. To see if you're gonna say something and you don't say nothing, so he's like, Yeah, but you gotta, you, you gotta stop. I ain't gotta do it. I guess you have to, I don't know. I, on one hand, I wanna say we gotta stop doing stuff expecting a parade, right? Or, but on the other hand, I understand that sometimes because men are so shunned and bashed that they need that once like, in a while, that, yeah. Like, hey, I'm so happy, like, thank you so much for doing that. Like, right. if you sit 10 women down, like most women in the world, their love language, one of their top three love languages, because they take off your top three, most women have acts of service as a top love language, mm-hmm. so. That exactly. goes in that category, opening doors, you know what I'm saying? Like carrying a bag, like that's acts of service. So most women really deep down require this and need this to feel loved from their mates. But they hone themselves and pride themselves on being so independent that they won't just shut up and receive it. Yeah. Mm. Damn. All right, well, all right. See, I that's why to... we call this Mike is talking. Definitely. Since Blue is the the... Are you good with me calling you a female or you want to be called a woman? I'm a female. I'm a woman. Or a girl. Or a chick. <laughs> or DJ. <laughs> oh. But uh as far as like 
chivalry goes as far as like if you go out on a date with a dude and he doesn't open the door for you is that an automatic like uh, deal breaker yeah i wouldn't say it's automatic deal breaker but i do put me on notice okay to see other stuff I do would you ever bring it up would i bring it up of course but not just straight out like you didn't open up the door bring it up when you at that get to know each other phase like how will you raise tell right, me right. a little bit about your background okay you know, type stuff. And that's when it's like, okay. I can see that. Uh, I think, uh, what you say? I appreciate oh. the gesture. It does, what you say? It does not what? Go ahead, I brought uh, it back up. It does not uh, come unexpected. So sometimes it catches me off guard, but it's not a deal breaker. I, <clears throat> I don't like, uh, I know you said you don't expect the parade or anything like that, but if I if I'm going to the store right and I open up the door, if I, if it's a if it's a woman coming behind me and I hold the door for her, and she doesn't say thank you, that, that bothers me. But why? I was saying like you, you you so you're in so you are one of those men who needs that like no I don't need it. acknowledgement. I, I I it's not that I don't need it. It's that uh it's a respect. In in my opinion, it's a respect okay. thing. It's, I, it's I respect. That. Like if 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 uh um, if your wife didn't say thank you to bother you. If my wife didn't say thank you, she, I thought she, she say, thankful. But if she didn't say thank you, if she didn't say thank you, baby, would it bother you? No. Nah. So then this is. Uh, it wouldn't bother me because I know she's thankful. She doesn't have to say it. She's ex, she's She expressed thankfulness throughout our, our, so our does, years. Does so that, I know does that, does that remain consistent? Thankful. If you give your kids um, candy and they just take it and eat it and don't say thank you, do you, be like, do you, do you know they're thankful? Yeah. So you don't require them to say thank you, thank you either? I don't require it, but my kids say it, though. But I don't require it. So they never have to say thank you? I ain't going to say they never have. To. Like, so for a piece of candy, I'm, I'm not going to Lyric, if you, listen, if you, Lyric, say, if you watching, shit. Look, say she, for instance, say thank uh, you. Say, okay, right. so, so we taking them to Universal Studios for their birthday. Okay. I expect you to show some appreciation for that because we didn't have to do that. I'm not gonna take gonna take candy and beat them over the head with it. But they they do say thank you for everything I do. I, I don't have to say, hey, uh thank you. You know, I don't have to remind them yeah. to be like uh thank you. They just know that it's they was right though. So they I didn't have to implement that in them. They grandma did, both their grandmas did, my wife did. So it's kind of like a it's kind of like an automatic thing. Uh, but if we would have said, hey, yo, we're going to Universal Studios, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And that was it. Yeah, I, I got a problem because me and your mom put out hard-earned money together to do this. A mm. uh, 25-cent candy? No, it's not 25-cent no more. But a, a piece of yeah, candy? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't I wouldn't get offended or mad because they didn't. Y'all do the, y'all do the uh, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am? Uh, man, I'm not. Big, I'm not really big on that. Though. I'm. I'm not big on it. I, I'm not forcing them to say it. Because I think you. They can say it because that that would be a sign of respect, right? But they can say yes, sir, no, sir, and still disrespect you. So I'd rather them show me. I, I'm big on the action of it. Oh, you like, say like you, like uh, what's your what's your nine year old son name? Deshaun. You say Deshaun. He's like what? Like, oh hell no okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the response is what 
and he say, sir, that's how they fix it. I don't have to, but I don't even have to like antagonize them. Like they just say, know. Trinity. And she say, huh? And I say, Trinity, sir. That's that's an easy correct. So that's a, but that's you're requiring sir. But that's what I'm saying. You're requiring, you're like, requiring uh, a choice other people. He's not requiring it like, towards other people. You're requiring it towards you. I'm gonna ask. Yeah, like if I'm if I'm if I'm calling them, yeah. But if I say, hey, uh, did y'all do your homework today? They be like, yeah. I'm not gonna be like, uh, what? Oh, yes, sir. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. But if if it, it as I can say, if if you was to say something to them, like if you would say, hey, my name is da 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 da. Hey, and like if they was to say, for instance, be on the podcast or something like that, or you at the house, right? Because mm-hmm. you've been to the house yeah. before. If you be at the house and you say, uh, and and I say, uh, uh, hey, uh, get D Jones a cup so he can pour that out, and they get you a cup and you say, uh, uh, thank you. If they don't say you welcome, that's not that's not that's not showing you respect as right. a guest. But like if you get you get them a cup and you, they get you a cup and you said thank you and they say yep, you just be cool with it. <laughs> now. This is this Deshaun. is this is what, it's not me. I me personally, I've never told them you better say yes, sir, and no, sir, to me when I that's me, that's that's how I feel like requiring it is. And now when something is understood, it's understood, it's understood. So they might have learned from their grandma seeing their grandma and grandpa interact or seeing my wife interact with somebody, or my wife even telling them x y and z and then they automatically be like oh, okay so when my dad says this says this and even sometimes if i was to say if we getting ready to leave i say uh trinity and she say huh i say get down here it's not even i'm not even thinking about correcting her we're get down here at that point so it's not all the time you know what i'm saying and i'm not gonna whoop them for it I'm not going to discipline them. Like well, we can talk about this topic for hours and hours and hours. Just these two, since they are parents, I'm not a parent. So you need to be a parent so you can join in these kind of contexts and I mean, conversations. And stuff. I need a husband first. So anyway, yeah, I, I would definitely, uh, I would definitely recommend. You. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so, but our next topic for tonight, I saw this video where these waitresses, black oh. waitresses. So we're gonna we're gonna say the the TikTok one for the yes. okay. So the black waitresses was talking about how black people, African Americans, mm-hmm. do not like to tip. A lot of us do not like to tip to the point where they even had to steal. And the way they steal is, let's say your bill comes out to twenty dollars and fifty cents, and you give the lady thirty dollars. What she do is take something off your bill charge you for that and keep the difference in her pocket and then give you your change so they can make a tip. See, that's they, not paying attention to your bill. Because they know that people aren't tipping. But how would you not pay attention to your bill? If they could take something off? No, what they do is they give you the bill, right? They give you the bill. Let's say your bill is $20.30. You mm-hmm. said you give us, you give me $30, right? Mm-hmm. What I do is I'll take maybe some coin out when I go punch it in mm-hmm. to pay your so bill you and I the- keep the difference and then give you a change with your regular bill. So oh, you won't okay. see me take it off. I see. If that makes sense. And I want to know your thoughts on well, first of all, if I find black people not tipping. That, I'm, I'm somebody's getting the ass whooped. That's if you find money. out. But yeah, you're stealing money from me at that point. But you ain't gonna find out. If you don't she said she used to I work said, there not I anymore. I said if I do find yeah. out, like not but tipping in general. Uh, well, that stereotype that they have about black people not tipping in general. It's definitely a stereotype. It is. Yeah, it's definitely a stereotype. Um, 
I, I tip, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might, you know what I'm saying? Now, I'm a, I ain't gonna lie though, if I get like some of those some of these places now, like they'll add gratuity already. Yeah. You already added it. I'm not tipping. I'm not that tipping, makes sense. You know what I'm saying? You have a tip. You know what I'm saying? You actually took it out already. Um, it's in the total. But um, I do believe, you know, like most waitresses and waiters, they do, like, most, it's almost like a, like a commission type job. They're, they're, they want to serve as many tables as possible because they most of their money comes from tips. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I do think that, you know, everybody should be paid for their services. So I definitely tip. I agree with that. And I know a mm-hmm. lot of things that's popping up, especially on my TikTok nowadays, is people expressing on how they do not like to split the bill when they go out in groups. They feel like you should just pay for what you order. Uh, it depends on who I go out but you, Yeah, I don't know. Because you know, usually when somebody buys an appetizer, hey, I got these wings, get one. You eat up, you ate a wing? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's different when it's an appetizer you get a compared macaroni, to you the main course. You get a macaroni and cheese ball. You know what I'm you I know. I'm not saying it don't. I'm yeah. saying like if we just had appetizers all night, we you spent appetizers. Well, yes, we can split. You get a macaroni and oh, cheese ball. Like, <laughs> those are the best. You ate calamari. We can split that. But if it's an appetizer, if we are sharing an appetizer, that's different. But if it's the main course and you ordering lobster and all I got was just a hamburger, that's a big price difference. This is why when we go out in groups, like I always like. Like, for example, my brother got married September and uh, July. We went to his bachelor weekend in New Orleans. And, like, we were in a big group of, like, 12 of us guys out there. We went to, like, some, you know, pretty expensive restaurants. And so, like, and and we literally say, okay, cool. How much is the bill total? Everybody just split it. Yeah. Period. Right. Other times, like, at the first, like, we went to this place. Um, and this one dude was like, hey, I'm going to put the whole bill on my credit card. Mm-hmm. All y'all just cash at me what y'all's individual mm-hmm. bills cost. You okay. I can like, see that. You know what I'm saying? So but I, you it, still pay it, for your own meal, though. Take it. You pay for your own meal. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know what I'm saying? Or or, or, or sometimes, sometimes people be like, okay, I like pay the bill. Y'all hey, do the tips. I'm I'm uh I'm I'm Janae, and I'm your waiter for the night. Welcome to um you know wings and things and yada yada yada. You want the appetizers, right? That's so what, so what happens? So what happens is when you when you um that's probably when you when you when you say like um you want the appetizers, sometimes a person will be like. Hey, put those wings on my tab. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll just take the appetizer. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. Or sometimes people would do, like you said, someone would pick the whole bill and they say, y'all just pay the tip. Sometimes I, lie, when I When I got too. it like that, somebody like, <laughs> this Ruth Chris, I'm like, hey, y'all, give whatever I want. I got it. You know I never ate everything. I'm just pay it. Let me know what days you got like that. I'm coming. It's out. coming. It's coming. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I mean, I mean, I also, coming out. I also, I know. let me know. I'm I, coming I, I out. Because when, when, when this comes, I'm going to teach me. I'm going to tell you. you know, <laughs> uh, but I will say it too. You know what I'm saying? When this blow when this up, I'm gone, but I would say this too. Um, Chad Johnson, the um, you know, yeah, yeah. player. One thing I love, he's one of my favorite people on this earth. But like, one thing I liked about him is, um, he said whatever, whenever he goes out to this day, whenever he goes out, whatever the meal cost, he matches it in tip. You know what I'm saying? Up to a certain amount. So if, like, if he if he takes all his family out to an expensive place and spends six six G's, he probably ain't tipping in six G's, but he might give the waiter too. Yeah, right? you know what I'm saying? Like, but if he goes out and spends. Eight hundred and fifty-six dollars. They get an eight hundred fifty-six dollar tip as well. Like, and I, I, I want to be at that level because, again, like it's a service. Like, you know, exactly. you know how much like you have to do memorizing orders, bringing all these different stuff. You know, these demands. Like, it's a service, and like you're on your feet all day doing it. I think they should be paid for the service the same way I would pay. I got to cut my grass or fix my plumbing. If parents could tip educators, you think they would? No, no. Nah. You don't think they'll cash app you something for watching their bad kid? Nah. I know. I know, Johnny set, is, I know Johnny is. I know Johnny is bad. Supposed to do that. I know Johnny is bad. You watch him every day. Give me that cash up. I'm a. That's a setup. That's a setup. Because soon as you do something, I'm like, um, Miss Lewis, I actually sent them a cash up right here. Like now, nah, can I get that twenty dollars back? Uh-huh, you accused my like, son. I'm gonna tell the principal. I already don't want to give it back, but listen, I was sent this. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> tipping, right? So 
Uh, I tip, but I don't tip all the time. It depends uh, on your service. Not that, really. Is that what you based off we, of? We've tipped before, and the service wasn't like great, but the tip wasn't just a great tip. You know what I'm saying? So nowadays they got this thing called gratuity, right? That they throw in there. Yeah, he mentioned that. Yeah, I just put zero. Don't add shit to my. I'll, let me do whatever I'm gonna do. Don't add shit to my stuff. So, uh, <laughs> what like these young said when we went to Puerto Rico? Yeah, that's how that's how we split everything up. So we went out to eat. Uh, we went out to eat, or we'll take a, a Uber or something like that. Oh, that say the Uber was like thirty bucks. All right, somebody be like, all right, I'll pay for it. Don't worry about it. I got it this time. So the next time somebody else pay for Uber, we go out to eat. They'd be like, oh, you're I told her, uh, I think we went out to this restaurant and I told her, I told her, came out to dinner or something, and uh, Jarvis just paid. And he was like, Y'all just cash at me uh, 50 bucks. Boom, 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 boom. How many, boom. How, 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 how many y'all was it? It was five of us. Uh, but the reason why nobody was tripping because. That's $150. No, the reason why nobody was tripping. Nobody was tripping because. So the next go around. He's not paying for the, he's not fitting the bill. Somebody else. But the, so the money is, the other everybody is going to be, everybody is going to, at that time we, we was, you know, we was, we was out there. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, they were out uh, there. so it wasn't really, uh, you know, it didn't hurt nobody. Yeah, that's what you're saying. All hundreds. Yeah. It no wasn't card on the cash. But, so, cause the Ubers out there and taxis out there was kind of expensive. But the second day we started getting taxi cab dues numbers and calling them to come get us so i i cab was cut in half because we kept using them as a service so we were just basically we didn't want nobody to argue over money we didn't want that to be the subject because we was there to have fun so if we was going to the club and we got bottles and and i, I forgot how much the bottles came out too so i was like which you like in order to get this section you know you gotta have you gotta buy this many bottles i was like all right i'll buy a bottle and then Jarvis bought a bottle. And then his cousin bought a bottle. Boom, we got the section. Once we got in there, boom, his home, the other two homeboys bought the other bottle. So everybody participated in it. So nobody felt like I'm doing too much because everybody did it. But we split for to the mo- the best of our ability. We split everything. Everybody participated. Nobody was sitting there like, hey, bro, I ain't, I ain't even got it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't invited nine times out of ten if they ain't got it. Oh no! Definitely, if they we knew they weren't gonna have it. They weren't going to Puerto Rico. Exactly. We probably weren't gonna be able to afford to, to go. Nah. So, I mean, it is what it is. It is. We have fun. That's for shit show. Oh, definitely. He called us. He got the voicemail, <laughs> joint text in our podcast group chat, talking about, "I love y'all. If uh, I die, I love y'all. I was y'all the best of my life." I was drunk from the airport drunk. to the airport. That's how you know. But we say the best. The last topic, the best topic for last. This is again. So Chris said the company should pay for that, so he must be talking about the the waitress. Yeah. Tips or like that. So we say, I guess the best topic for last. This is again presented by Mr. D Live at Five himself. We want to talk about this topic, and I'm gonna have. Um, I want to hear your thoughts first on this topic before oh, he gives his okay, thoughts. Okay. Before he gives his okay, thoughts, then he gave his on. Then he gave his <laughs> thoughts on our TikTok page. So make sure you go ahead and follow where you ask podcast on TikTok and go ahead and stitch that video. We want to know your thoughts yeah. on this particular topic or I mean, subject. It says. Thank you. Thank you. 
like a uh, you can stitch the video to where you it plays like a part of it, and then you go ahead and, and say yo. It's like a reaction video. Okay, though. Kind of like reaction, but you give your thoughts on it. Yeah. Instead of letting the whole video play. So, uh, with all with everything that was going on, I was uh, I had thought about something. I was at the question was, what is something that you hold true that you're willing to stand on and suffer consequences like a Kanye West or Colin Kaepernick type of yeah. Um, <clears throat> damn. Let me see. Hold on. That's a deep one. Ask me the question one more time. What is what is a truth that you will stand on that you're willing to suffer the consequences for? I know what I want to say. I'm trying to figure out how I want to say it. It has to do with relationships. Um, I got to put it like this. So this is, this is what I stand on. I feel like no matter what tax bracket the man is in, no matter how much money he has or doesn't have, I feel like the man should be the head of the house and be the lead. Um, if I'm going to put a visual with it, if I walk in the room with my lady and I say, here's a dress and here's a pair of pants, which one do you want to wear? She has to pick the dress because I'm not wearing one. Right. You know, a lot of women would reply with, I can wear pants too, but in this situation, you have to wear a dress because I'm a man, I refuse to wear one. So what that means is, like, I, I, I need a woman who's going to allow me to be the lead, you know what I'm saying? Like, not necessarily, like, just let me control her, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying, but just... Let me be the man. Like I said earlier, like people get that confused. Yeah, being people, the leader, yeah, controlling people. People, people like I said earlier, I said earlier, the little bar I dropped, and I said like, a lot of women will require, you know, what I'm saying, and want a man to provide, but they have to let a man be a man. And so, yeah, and a lot of women gonna run from that, but LB, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have another truth that you stand on besides the one you put on our TikTok page? Uh. That's a hard one. I'm still thinking on mine. I, so uh, if you don't I, see me answers, because uh, I'm still thinking about it. See. Like I think one of the truths that I was that I wasn't stand on is that uh <clears throat> I guess it's similar to what I posted, but I believe that us as African Americans in the United States of America, we have a lot of issues, but one of our issues is we have an identity crisis. We don't know who we are as a people like as a whole you might have some individuals here and there that have an idea of who they are i think as a whole african americans black people negroes whatever you want to call them i think we have an identity crisis and to tie it in what i said i think part of uh revealing of our identity is going to sound hurtful to other people i think I think it, it's no other way around it. I don't think it's a way that you can even explain it or or break it out without hurting. I have Somebody's one too. I have another one somewhere right now. Ooh. Chris says black people are on reparations. Ooh. <clears throat> From what I heard, Chris, uh, reparations was already given out, but it was given out to uh, all the slave owners who lost slaves in the war because they lost property. I got one right here. I'm, I'm just thought right now. <clears throat> lost this one. Here we go. Um, so the question was again something that I believe say, say one more time, let me share the question one more time. Uh a truth that you are willing to stand that a truth that you believe in that you're willing to stand on and suffer the consequences. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I believe that um my personal opinion about it is I really have believe for sure. Um I think that black people and black culture, I know all people do this of all different ethnicities, but I think black people and black culture almost make marijuana a staple in the black community. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that we are hurting ourselves and creating much detriment 
than anything positive um, with that green thing. Um, I believe that, um, you know, what you do is what you do, but I feel like, you know what I'm saying, we, we make it almost like a, you know, black people are ridiculed and called lame for not doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right you know, passes, yeah, it's right. like a right of passage, like, you know what I'm saying, teenagers doing it, kids doing it, like, they convinced the NFL to not even test for it no more. Like, we're, I think we're hurting ourselves more than benefiting ourselves with that. Sure. I think it's definitely used the wrong way. If it's used the right way, I'm all for I mean, it. Medically, you know, whatever, like, sure. Yeah. I, I know it, the, the doctor prescribed it, like, but if you if you're just doing it because you're trying to fit in, or, or just doing it to try to calm nerves, or doing it to cope with something else, like if you're if, yeah, like, it's not going any su- any substance, alcohol, marijuana, coke, any substance you're using to try to cope with issues, that means you have bigger issues you want to admit. Yeah, in yeah. my opinion. So yeah, I believe that because from what I hear, a lot of people that smoke are uh, trying to uh, escape uh, reality, so they rather go into this other dimension. Versus dealing with the pro- the root problem, and you might if you do that, you might not have to get high. You might not have to alter your reality to be happy. That's true. So that is. I will get back to mine once I figure out what mine is. What you ain't got one? All no. these things going around. You ain't got no truth. No. That you stand on. I, a, I might have a few, but I got another one. Word it. I got another one that's real controversial. Here he go. I got it. And another one on that, <laughs> see, on that one causes issues with religion and nonsense. Uh, I believe this is my personal opinion. This has nothing to do with where you ask podcasts or if this might be. Yeah, back. put that this on is there. My personal belief, and it goes along with what Chris was saying. Is he saying religion is nonsense, or are you saying like people saying that it's nonsense? No, I don't know, but I do believe that. Uh. Like I said, it's going to be controversial. I believe that church does a lot of harm versus good. Oh, I agree. Okay, I agree with that. Mm. And it's coming from a religious aspect. So from the religious aspect, church does a lot of harm. But from a biblical aspect, the Bible will, in my opinion, uh, give us a way out. Because in my opinion, the Bible is an instruction manual. Mm-hmm. Basically telling you what to do and what not to do. And it has stories to go along with them. Whether you believe in the Moses or any of those, I always tell people when they try to argue me, Oh, they ain't found no grave of Moses, or they ain't found no. I said, "What was the story about? What What did you get out of that story? Story? What What was? In a they don't nowhere in the Bible they say worship me anyway. That's why there's no pictures or no anything of that because it's not about the man or the woman. It's about the lesson. What What lesson did you get out of the the story of Moses or the the story of Samson? What is, What did you get out of those lessons? If people are focusing on the a person too much and they missing the whole lesson so that's when i say religion i'm talking about the uh the and uh, and you uh, and uh i don't i think that's an lb moment for me if i go to church and he start preaching like that i'm walking out why i think he's lying well and uh, yeah i think at that point it's a it's a show now it's entertainment 
it's not actually a. I feel like when a lot of when some of the pastors, like my pastor, try to relate to the young people. Which I'm not saying don't relate to the young people when they I'm still the, have youth pastors? but when I'm the only young person, it's like don't relate to me, relate to all the older people that's there. You're the youngest? I'm the youngest in my church. Oh, the whole church. The whole church. Dang. The second, the second youngest would have to be like in Justin, their 50s. Justin no. Oh. That's a church. Yeah, people are hurting people. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about it, um uh most of the wars that has been started and especially back in the day was over religion. My religion is better than yours. Uh, the conquistadors, all them people that brought slaves over and did all those horrendous things, it was worse than Jesus. So that's the religious aspect of it. If they, if they wasn't following a religion and they was just following the Bible, slavery wouldn't have happened. Couple comments, a couple comments right here. I'm going to just read them. Somebody said, church and religion. Yes, I agree with that. That's because uh, people... My bad. It's all good. Um, tie themselves to tradition and religion. Um, and the man who lead the men who lead them, we weren't meant to worship and praise pastors. So the other person said, I wouldn't say more harm than good, but it does do harm. Um, but it does do harm. People are hurting people. So. The Bible contradicts itself over and over. Having a relationship with God is the only thing that people that should, should spend their time with. Memorizing words will not get you to heaven. Um, One thing I will say too in response to that is um not necessarily in response, I'll just say this. Um I think people are definitely products of their environment. Like for me personally, I grew up in church. My great grandparents came to San Antonio literally to preach a revival. My family's from New York. Okay. My family got to San Antonio because my great grandparents came here to preach and liked it and stayed and my family kind of migrated behind them. So all I've known growing up is church. Um, I don't make myself, you know, better than no person, but um, I do tend to agree that people mess up by worshiping the man and not behind God. the podium and not God. Right. Um, I agree. Also, My mom says that all the time. Yeah, and also, I mean, because they're they're humans like us. They make mistakes like us. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I, I just, um, I don't know. That's that's my thought behind it, but. Um, I also say this too, when you are grown, um, I know a guy, a uh, very popular dude here in the city, you know what I'm saying, played in the NFL. Uh, he actually came on our show when I made the flyer for him. I actually put a cross, a necklace, a cross necklace on the flyer. And I said to him, he's like, man, dope flyer, but I'm not a Christian anymore. I was like, I was totally oh, shocked. Shit. So I had like, just to respect him, I went on there and changed it to a football chain. <laughs> As he played football. And when he came on the show, he told the story. Basically, you know, he, he grew up in church. His parents were always in, in, in church and everything else. He got grown he went on a mission trip to jerusalem mm-hmm. and he said like just that changed his whole perspective and you know that, that happens a lot of people like get grown they have their own way of doing their own research or yeah. what you know finding out information for themselves and then they whatever and then I, the third thing i'll say is a lot of times the reason why people go so against religion and church is because of hurts mm-hmm. um and not necessarily from church just hurt in general i know a guy right now he refuses to believe in religion because he'll he'll, he'll say stuff like well, God is so great and powerful. Why would he allow a kid to get cancer and die? Yeah. I don't have an answer for that. Right. You know, so I know a guy I used to work with. He was like, you know, my mom was in the greatest health shape of her life, greatest health. She was skinny, super small. I'm 14 years old in ninth grade, and I get told that my mom had a massive heart attack and died. And I was like, oh. like, I don't have an answer for that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, people go through these hurtful things, yeah. and then they rebel against what they knew to be church. and religion. So, I, I mean, I, all these different things. I just say people got to just kind of, you know, find their own way and, 
pray for everybody regardless. I know an artist down here. When I first started playing his music on U3, he was a Christian artist. That's how I met him. And now he switched. He just does, I guess, regular rap music. And he talked about it. What he said secular, secular, secular music. music. He right. said that he felt like if he wasn't doing music to, you know, help somebody out, but just doing it just to do it, then that wasn't his mission. So he felt like he was just doing Christian music just to do it. He wasn't doing it to preach or to help people out or to minister. So he decided to be that long. I had a, you know, you know, on our show, we uh pray before every show starts. I mean, air, we pray at the end of every episode. And I love yeah. that. That's why every time he's on our show or at our events, yeah, I get you to pray. pray. But um, last episode, it might have been two episodes ago, I had a woman on the show. She'd been on it before, but she was basically uh being a special guest co-host for myself because we can't make it. And I said, I always do. You know I'm I pray, and I, you know, in my prayer now, I pray for everybody individually in the room in the prayer. Yeah. And this time and the time before that, when she was a guest, like she's been crying. The first time she did it, she like walked out the studio crying, got herself together, and came back in. This time she was sitting next to me at the table, started crying, and she spoke on. She was like, you know, she's like, I'm gonna something about when you pray, like it just hits me different, and I hate when you pray for me. And I, I at first I thought she was going a different way, but she was like, she basically saying she hates it because she doesn't know how to. Work. How to deal Receive with it. the emotions and, and this it. other rapper who was in the uh, or artist rather who was in the building he was like what you experience in this breakthrough like basically something in your in your spirit is tugging at you that you need to figure out you know it, you know it may not be church it may not be religion but something you're battling some type of something right you need to figure out get a, get a get a grasp on it because it's it's affecting you you know what i'm saying and that's why like i believe in prayer because sometimes just being uplifted in prayer can help you you know, um, see something that you might not have seen before. You know what I'm saying? Right. Help help you get to a place spiritually that you might not have been able to reach before. They're supposed to be bringing that back to schools, from what I've heard. I don't know. That's good. Oh, I think Chris said. So, so Chris said, um, "Which one go up?" Uh, no, you don't have to go up. I think he said the Bible contradicts itself. He was a a, a pastor for five years. Yeah. When uh, I know. So I, I I me personally I don't I. I would say I used to be a uh, what they would call a Christian, right? Uh, I don't consider myself a Christian no more, but I still believe in the Word of God, right? I just don't put the label Christian. Um, I think a lot of people leave church, and a lot of people uh, get turned away is because. So I got turned away uh, a few years ago, maybe. Cause I uh, so I was going to church, but I wasn't going for the right reasons. I was just going because it was tradition to go. Uh, my uncle, when he was alive, the only how I could play basketball with him and his sons is if I went to church. Wow. So I, I love basketball. Yeah. So so I went to church, right? So I ended up getting saved and everything. I went to church, right? Ever since I was sixteen, I was like actually going to church and learning stuff. It wasn't until I was an adult and I ran across a video on YouTube, right? And it was this camp called uh, IUIC. It was an Israelite camp. And it was reading scriptures that I've never heard before. And I'm like, what are they reading? So I got the Bible app on my phone. So I'm following along with them. I'm like, so this is all new to me. So when what turned me away from the church is when I went to my pastor and asked him about this and stuff like that. It's like they you didn't want to answer the question. And then we had a guest pastor there 
this is what this is what actually made me start going when he started preaching he said we ought to be lucky you know because we the gentiles and we got grafted in and in my head i'm i'm talking to myself but i actually said out loud i said gentiles and everybody like looks at me like turn around look at me and then this dude said yeah man we the gentiles so i said so I, I i got up and i walked out and i actually got emotional i cried and called my mom I said man i don't know what to do and she said well talk to him see if he'll sit down and talk to you so i got his information never got a chance to talk to him so now i'm like okay well i got a pastor i could chop it up with him didn't get nowhere with him so my whole thing was how come i've been in church since i was 16 and i never heard of an israelite before and that's a part of the that's a major part of the bible through the old testament and new testament it's all through there why we never hear about things and then that's when i came to my opinion i can't speak for all churches but the church i was going to it felt like they was cherry picking what they wanted to talk about because when we got tattoos they harped on the tattoos right but they skip over two verses up or two verses down. It says, don't eat pork. But Christ died for that. He, he died for that, but he didn't die for you to get tattoos. So then I'm like, God, they wasn't. So then you start reading and you're like, okay, so these people in the Bible had rules that they had to follow, which was the commandments. So then when you start telling, so my, my confusion came in and I started going to church when I said, so if the laws are done away with, and christ died for all our sins what are we asking for forgiveness for because the definition of sin is breaking the commandments but if the commandments are done away with how can i ask for forgiveness for something that's already done away with so nobody can answer that question so then i was like well in my opinion if i'm gonna go to hell i'm gonna send myself i'm not gonna let you take me so i started doing my own research and i basically just stopped i've learned so much since i stopped but I think that's the religion part of it, of church because I do think church saves people's lives as far as taking them off the streets and uh, giving them different opportunities. Uh, being a, a cornerstone in the community, some churches are real heavy community. I think there's some good things in the church aspect, just the church. But I think when you implement a religion, tradition, uh, I think that's when we mess up. Like, for instance, yes, Halloween. Are we supposed to celebrate Halloween? No. Christmas. Are we supposed to celebrate Christmas? Thanksgiving. Everybody know the history of Thanksgiving. Well, I know you talked about it on the show, but for people who don't know, how is it in your household since you're not religion like that? You don't go to church, but your wife does and your kids, they celebrate all that, but you don't. Uh, how do y'all navigate that? So my kids know where I stand and I don't lie to my kids. Do your wife know too? Well, I stand? yeah of course like uh so just to be transparent let me tell i'm gonna tell you how strong religion can be me and my wife almost got divorced though that's how strong religion can be when you challenge or uh, when you try to challenge tradition you can you can break it, that can break up household so what would you challenge you don't mind me asking uh i challenge everything well, everything that I, what was the main that one that almost caused it so the the first the, break the first thing was the holidays so traditionally, we get together doing Thanksgiving, we get together doing Christmas, we get together doing New Year's, uh, Valentine's Day was big. Uh, Your family gets together for Valentine's no, Day? No, I'm saying that's oh. that's a big uh, holiday for, for women, I guess, for some, right? But then, so I got big onto 
what's the origins of these holidays? None of these holidays, the origins of it have to do with Christ. None of it. Christmas doesn't have nothing to do with Christ. Because I'm, I'm assuming y'all know Christ wasn't born on December 25th, right? Well, yeah, if you read where he was born in the yeah, the, the main scenery, the, yeah, it the wasn't scenery even cold. Wasn't, yeah. It wasn't, yeah. So, but, so I mean, just. Florida ain't cold. I don't know, but. <laughs> but. <laughs> he wasn't in no Florida. He I wasn't in Florida, but I'm saying, but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, he, no, wasn't born, he wasn't born in December. But, uh, so this is where the paganism comes in. King Herod, Nimrod was born in December 25th. The tradition for King, the worship of him was to get a tree, deck it in gold, fasten it in place. Because his mom, from history, his mom said her son was reincarnated as a tree. You want to worship my son? That's how you do it. That's what Christmas came about. So it well, just sounds like Christ, like, because it's Christmas. Well, I, I, again, so. I didn't even know you that was a thing until you said that, but I'll say this too. You know like, <laughs> I ain't gonna let my you know, I'll say this, right? So again, I, I, I strongly believe that people are products of their environment. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? On a on a whole different degree. Like we live in San Antonio. If you don't know, San Antonio is 63% Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Black women get mad every single time they see a black man with a Hispanic woman. He's been in Little Mexico his whole life. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like he gonna right. like he's gonna like some tacos and some Mexican women. Like this is that's what Definitely. happens. But the same thing with the with the holidays, right? I like you know what I'm saying? With, with the holidays, I look at it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a kid and you grow up and they go to kindergarten, they, you know, Santa Claus, like, until you learn that, you know, for everybody, watch my band, trying to read them by, until you learn right. the truth about Santa Claus, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You believe in Santa Claus. When you get older, you start believing in this and this and this. Like, for me, at 37 years young, I ain't old, you know what I'm saying? 37 years young, I would say that I use the holidays as a time to just embrace my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole takeoff situation this morning has, you know, refocused my attention on a lot of important things. Yeah. Like nothing else. When I know my brother and his wife are flying in town, my brother from Minnesota coming in here with his girlfriend, like families coming together, whether we're saying Merry Christmas or we're just saying happy Saturday, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's the time for me to kind of hone in and just embrace my family because you never know, you know, a year from now, 2023, some people in this room might not be here. And so that's what I use it for. Um, <clears throat> All the logistics and the technicalities of it, like, you know, for me are kind of like, you know, personally not as important, especially when you have young kids because they don't, they ain't even, they're not even gonna even, even, even be able to absorb all the information. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They just they, recently changed. It uh, just so happened that the holidays is when most people are off. Right. That's, well, what, that's, that's just, when you can get together. That's a, that's a part of it, though. Yeah, I, I get it's it. Set up that way. I get it. Like like with Christopher Columbus, they changed it to Indigenous Day recently. Like yeah, that this was the first year. But they had some it. people don't even get that day off. Like this year, I didn't get that day off. I did though. I wasn't gonna lie. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, you know, just feel like you know what I'm saying. It it is to, you know, just kinda, well, they made us go to work. It's gotta be you know some just to you know just celebrate the. So let me. I'm gonna let me ask you this. Uh, not to harp on it, but let me no, ask you right. this. What's um. What's wrong with getting together uh, June seventeenth? So again, y'all, what's nineteenth? No, it's like just I'm just picking a random date. Oh, like, okay, oh okay. even like July thirtieth, like, right? What's wrong with y'all family saying, "Hey, every on July thirtieth, we're gonna get together." Well, no, no, they do. It's called family reunions. No, no, but I'm, I'm saying like you're saying every year a tradition. I guess it's I'm like, saying, like yeah, like Christmas. I don't. Christmas I don't. It's like uh, uh, and and to your point with the kids, I told my kids earlier. Ain't no Santa Claus. 
I get what you're saying, but that means you have to like plan to take off. But when your job is giving you those days off, I don't. I don't care about getting. I don't care about getting those days. I guess off. the more. I guess the most. I guess more but so that's me. That's just. That's why I say. It's like yeah, more so. What I'm saying is this. Like I mean, like look, we have holidays all through the year where family get together. Right. You know what I'm saying Labor Day, July Fourth, Memorial right. Day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Like we have all these things. You know what I'm saying? Like. Whether you get a bunch of hot and ready's and watch the football games, or you, you, cook a you know, big meal. or you cook a big meal, like the point is, you know, what I'm saying, like, like my family, for example, like we get together, you know, what I'm saying, like we we have all the traditional feasty foods, like turkey, ham, all that stuff. Right. But after that, we get down and play games and be competitive, right. post talking shit, like be on my team for taboo. You know, what I'm saying, like that's what we try. You know, what I'm saying, like that's what it is. You know, what I'm saying, we we, we there for Any that. Dice games? That that we don't play dice. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we, we just Too be there, soon. be there for that. You know what I'm saying? That that, that 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 love and yeah. embrace of the family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the tradition is what you make. I, I told my mom this. I, I don't know why it didn't hit me till last year when I was 36. I said, but Christmas and Thanksgiving are like three, four weeks apart. Um, we typically in my family anyway eat the same menu for both. I said, right. Mama, listen, we, we do. Let's let's we go ahead and do this. Just do this menu for Thanksgiving, but Christmas, let's do some tacos or some shit, wings or some shit. Let's do something right, different. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Create our own tradition because like. I ain't trying to eat all the same shit. You know what I'm saying? For what it'd be good that first day. You know how much food you get wasted because you, you, know you don't eat that. You don't eat uh, yeah. one, more, one more day. You know so so Two with the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it. So I just, you know, <laughs> I just feel like you know, you create your own tradition. But the whole point of it is just really getting together, family. Like you know what I'm saying? Like embracing your loved ones because, and I agree, you could do that on a random day. But like, you know, I, I guess what, I guess what Blue is trying to say is like, most of the country we live in has the same schedule. So if I know my brother, I have one brother living in Minnesota and one living in Richmond, Virginia, and I know that I'm gonna be off for Christmas break, and chances are their businesses will be closed for Christmas break as well. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense for us all to get together right. during that Cause time because some, some right. businesses won't let you have right. time off; they won't give it to you. You never know, even if you had a plan. I agree events. with everything y'all saying. Mm-hmm. I just know it was set up that way. Yeah, it we, is, we like he said. The boundaries of our. But at some point, you the was, tradition you was, you is what in, makes it different. You were in a, at some point, you were in agreement with this, yeah. Traditions, like, I mean, of course, everybody right. is. That's, that's why it's tradition. And then when I popped out, and I, my, so my mom is, in my opinion, one of the realest people I've ever, ever known. Even besides just being a mom, just I never, I didn't do Christmas when I was little either, because she said I'm not giving credit to somebody else. For giving, I, I worked hard to give you this. Stuff. Yeah. So, but not even that. <clears throat> what bothered me the most was when I was a Christian, I celebrated these days, and then when I read about them, it's actual days in the Bible that we supposed to, the Feast of Tabernacles, the, the Sabbath, feast, the Sabbath day, the uh, the high holy, all the high holy days. Those are days that when you celebrate those days. God says he rejoices because those are the days I gave you. Then you start, like I say, I've, I've did the origins of stuff. Like we all know the origins of Thanksgiving, right? Like yes. nobody should want to celebrate Thanksgiving. That's what I'm saying. Are we celebrating like. I mean, because that's why day? I said the origin. Right. It, I guess, right? I, I so mean, it's I, like, yeah. So on this day, 3,000, let's say, because let's, let's just put black people in there. 3,000 black people got hung on this day. Like, uh, uh, let's say Tulsa, Oklahoma, or something like that, right? 3,000 people got hung on this day. This day is the day of mourning. Like, 
it shouldn't be celebrated but we're turning it to a a celebration make money off of it and make money off of it so here's, here's the thing right so this is why i guess this is why I, and maybe i'm wrong my my way of thinking is different clearly i just feel like sometimes as humans just in general we overthink things for example you might have a christian woman and man right now parents who have three children who say we are christians we're bona fide christians we don't believe in halloween Mm -hmm. costumes trick-or-treat candy whatever we don't believe in it but then your same three children their favorite restaurant might be the magic time machine mm -hmm. it's the same shit you're just getting food you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you know what I'm saying they all every person they're wearing a costume you know what i'm saying like you're literally like it's, it's, but it's to me spirit. it's the same so, I, I, I get the same you know what i'm saying so I, when I guess christmas I, time come around what you say get into the christmas what spirit but, 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 but i guess but what's but, the spirit but kids the spirit but kids in my opinion like this, this, they're this, pure yeah, right. That's, that's, that's what I'm finna so, say. Like, I, mean, I think what we do is, as parents and adults, we like, if we imagine our children as VCRs, old school VCRs, like we fast forward time. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's okay for a child to have innocence and not and, and just be, you know, raw. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. what's wrong? In my opinion, what's wrong with a kid with all his other peers at five, six, seven years old believing in Santa Claus? Like, do you understand? Like, the child's psychological, you know, like. You know, f up of not knowing why my mom told me Santa Claus ain't real, but everybody else in this class of twenty seven thinks he is. So now that I'm means, having to battle with this every single day. You know, that what I'm saying? Mean everybody else parent is a liar. I, I right, <laughs> but but I, 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 what I'm trying to say, I guess, is like I mean, they'll feel they're gonna feel left out. I believe know, I believe everybody like, else gonna be like, oh, I can't wait to you know x y and z like, i believe in, i guess i believe in like letting kids be kids we want our children to be virgins so they get married we, 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 we hope for that you know what i'm saying let them <laughs> at least let my the, daughter let them receive their innocence you know what i'm saying like have their innocence as long as possible so but ain't like, ain't, ain't a part we, of that giving them the truth we make we make that circumstantial though you know what i'm saying like we 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 i think a lot of people use things for what is convenient for them you know what i'm saying like i i'm saying I, we we make things like so we, we use it when it's convenient like mm -hmm. okay so like wait till you married to have sex why well because that's, that's what you're supposed to do don't fornicate yeah whatever whatever you tell them yeah but then like we might you know go off on a whole different you know tangent or belief this way because now I, I, it's, it's a lot to uncover and of course having like religious talks and stuff is like right. it's very you know whatever but i guess whatever whatever toots anybody's horn you know what I'm saying do that but i just feel like for me like you know like i don't know i whatever opportunity i can use to celebrate my family i'll be i'll be totally transparent and vulnerable like i haven't always been the biggest family man you know what i'm saying like I'm, I'm it took it took some deaths in my family and it took some situations happening in society for me to be like you know what let me be a little different towards my family because honestly like i had a different mindset like after my divorce like literally a lot of my i have a lot of family here this is honestly got true when i first split from my ex-wife my own mama and all my family here, I didn't see none of them or talk to any of them for almost a year, because a lot of shit happened with my with my, with my divorce. And I don't get into, but like, I kind of like basically said to hell with all y'all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I didn't even care. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's that, that's that's the thing with me. Like, that's why it's always a dangerous slope messing with me because like my cutoff game is the Hulk. If right. I cut you off, I don't care who you are, you cut off. You know what I'm saying? Like, because my peace is important. Right. Yeah. Ain't gonna let nobody mess with my peace. So for me, like. Once I did that and I saw how it affected my mother and my sister and my grandmother and whoever else was bothered by it, like I didn't care when I wasn't around them. But when I seen them finally eight months later and saw how it affected them, like it made me be like, man, like what if I would have died or something would have happened to them? 
and I would live in that live in that guilt. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. it made me look at things differently. But and that's why I say with holidays, I use it as a like being able to just embrace them and just have a couple laughs and you know what I'm saying, enjoy the time and then we we depart for a time being again. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm big with family. I and with me believing what I believe, it sucks because my family all gets together and I'm I'm not there. But that's one of my truths that I'm willing to stand on and suffer those consequences. Because I mean, ultimately, if I really want to see my family, no matter what job I'm working, I I'm I'm taking off. Do they it's, still get you gifts? No. It's it's it, it it's when I first got it, when I first started, yeah, people will still do stuff for me. And I I I tell them like, hey man, I appreciate it, but I don't celebrate this. And you know, over the years, it kind of be like even my wife, like <clears throat> she was hurt because she was big with getting together with family. Right. So now my wife lost her mom and her dad. So now it's gonna be really, really different. You know, so my my choice is am I willing to stand <laughs> my truth or up and be like all right, I'll get to Thanksgiving and Christmas for y'all because I know this is a time for y'all, you know, to grieve and stuff like that. But then, what would Christ do? Will he will he sacrifice his truth to 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 appease you? Because we're supposed to be Christ-like, right? That's 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 my dilemma. So when I when 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 uh, the only argument or backflag that i have when when i see people that say they love god and they're christian and stuff like that but then they do everything that's opposite of what he's telling you to do that's where i that's where my questions come in at. so that's and it's it's all about dialogue too because like the stuff that i just said d jones said i i didn't know about that you know what i'm saying but if i don't say it he might not run across nobody else in his the rest of his life that's gonna say that so now not to say that you're going to do it, but he might actually look into it. That's how most people, when I told my mom that, she started looking into it. And then, then she started calling me. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, I just read that so-and-so and so-and-so. I just, and then we're in the age of information right yeah. now. So it's a lot of stuff. I mean, you can get on Instagram and stuff like that. That's cool. Or you can you can research some shit. You can. My last thing I'll say about it is this. Um, I, I love having conversations like this because this is why I like doing podcasts because it allows you <laughs> to be in a room with people who have different opinions and perspectives and just kind of like have a conversation yeah which is what it's all about which i think is dope yeah um i'm saying but i will say this too like i think it's very important that everybody respects everybody's you know perspective i remember one time very i ain't gonna say his name because everybody in this room know him but i was on my show my show and i was saying a prayer at the end of the show um and the dude like literally responded at the end he was like man that was a long prayer like come on man that was too long you know, and too everything not the backhand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, the idea was like, man, like the disrespect. Like, just you may not like the long prayer, but just shut up, say right. amen, and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, that actually like, happened at a live podcast too. For real? If you don't remember, when I was praying, I do remember. When I, 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 I will say this. Yeah, I remember, I remember when I was praying. What's the event? The, the, I think the last one y'all had. The, no, the, uh, the, the time before the growing and sexy one. No, no it was the, one the time that, before. You was there. You oh, was there. I, 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 I it was the one that he was there. I remember the one for the grown and sexy. I will say this though. Um, oh, no, no, last time I did the grown and sexy one, you know, we supposed to dress up. I did, but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it was, you know, yeah, it might yeah, have been the only one, but anyway, so like, um, 
No, you wasn't. You no, and Travis your co-host were the only one. Yeah, you and me. No, yeah, Travis Brian wasn't dressed up. Anyway, um, <laughs> he wasn't that, that anyway. I was thugged up. Anyway, so I, I would say, I'll say this. <laughs> and some of the members of Big <laughs> Boy rappers up. did, but I was, um, I was, yeah, was Tyrese. Yeah, yeah Chief Suits didn't get that memo. Chief Suits did not get that memo, man. IQ came looking like I don't know. I'll say this though: when I was praying at that at that event, though, I remember like I I started praying. And folks in the background were talking. I and me just beat me. I oh, said, yeah, "Hold yeah. on!" I said, "Hey, hey real quick." I Being said, the teacher in you, I need your teacher voice. Might not, you know I'm saying, yeah, yeah. but your teacher I voice I came out. Get quiet while I'm praying. Thank you. Yeah. I'm saying, and I did. I think I, I think I really did a command in the room. So like, they shut up mm-hmm. and let me finish this prayer. You know what I'm saying, but I, that's all I said. I, just, I think it's no, very, respect. I would it never, is. It I would is. Never, no matter. No matter what, if you are, if you are a Muslim, a Buddhist, or whatever like that, if you're in your time of prayer or meditation or whatever like that. That's it's just that's to me that's it respect. Is, I don't, it is. Even if we believe in two different things, I'm not gonna disrespect you what you believe in on mm-hmm. that level. I but, might question little things that you do, mm-hmm. which is good for dialogue, like he say. That's that's the beauty of podcasting. Is there we got different opinions with everybody, mm-hmm. but when he's praying, even when he's praying, it's respect. Like if you don't yeah, like exactly. it, you you watch the show, you know you're gonna pray. Mm-hmm. Excuse yourself if it's that it's like, bad. It's like like talking to someone when they're saying grace, right? They're saying, Thank you for, I'm praying over this. Chicken. No, I hate that. Yeah, so, you know like, so if you don't know, like basically what he said, he committed the womb in the other one. You was there, I remember that one. I remember so that. He, commit, I standing, uh, he committed the womb, the that was standing next to the person. So, we ain't gonna name no names, but he committed the womb. He had to get quiet, and then after the show, they made a comment talking about, I like the fact that he tried to talk to us like I'm one of his students, I'm not a student. You act like one. And like that fact first. Oh, I mean, then I was, it's like, I had, I had then everybody's not Christian. Everybody don't want to pray. We don't want to pray. If we don't want to pray, then leave. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying, though, right? So, like, what do you, so, somebody's right here that said, Christy said, we have to um, respect people who don't believe as well. I, I totally understand that. But if you're in a room with people that believe, perfect, perfect example, at school, when they say the Pledge of Allegiance, most schools say a moment of silence for whatever reason. Right. Most people, whether you believe in it or not, shut up and just be quiet. Exactly. So during a prayer time, anybody who's praying or saying a, a message of that of that magnitude on stage, like, just be quiet and listen. And when they get done, then talk. I mean, we're not keeping you for 45 minutes. That that person said their little prayer and be done. Like, I think it's disrespectful to be, I, I, whether I'm saying a prayer or not, if I have a microphone in front of my, my mouth and I'm talking, like, everybody in the room should respect that person holding the mic. Exactly. Yeah, I, 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 what, Chris, what Chris say, I agree, but it's a, it's a two-way street. So... Even if you don't, if I respect that you don't believe, but if you're on my platform, you got to respect that. Yeah, you come to my house, you respect it. Also, you notice like how. If you, if you go to your house and you don't take your shoes off, that's perfectly fine. Right. So if house, you come to my house, if off. you go past the living room, yeah. you got to take your shoes off. By the way, you notice really? the person that told you. Yeah. The person you said whatever they said to we you. Didn't know. We was in my office. Oh. Yeah, we was in the office. Yeah, but the person said whatever they said to you. I wasn't there. They said to me. Oh, exactly. Okay. So, whoever was, I don't care who it was at this point. They ain't saying to me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I would, and, and the thing is, too, like, that, that shows their immaturity. We felt like I was talking to people my students. Like, listen, right? You don't have to pray alone, disrespect the mom, exactly. Yeah, right. You said so I we, put pause, <laughs> so we can talk about this topic. Another Dang, topic, Chris, we just want some shea butter and some oil, man. We can talk about no this topic tea, for no, hours. No tea, as no well. tea, no tea, this no tea, is tea, another man. one, but before we go, we do want to give a um. Quick shout out to all the other podcasters doing that thing in the city. If do you do we? not know, now you know. Do we? Yeah, if this mic can talk, it's another podcast oh, okay. in the city. Um, Chief Suits. Yes, even Chief though I mean, they'll, be on my, they'll be on a, on Sunday. 
I tried they to are? On, I tried to get on their podcast. Apparently, mm. they don't let people on their podcast. Me not cute, low key beefing. He knows why. This I is tried, a, this is a deep beef. We but... know why. And then um, shout out to Inglorious Rappers as well. Make sure you check them out. They drop a new episode every Tuesday now, I think. And, and then Cheap Suits is every Monday. Then Mickey Street, Urban Street. You can catch them out. We'll be on our. Sh- we'll be on there. Oh, yeah. Um, November 28th. Also, you three will be on there November 28th. So, a double feature for me because I know I do a lot. Oh, and my son wanted me to do this. So. Hold on, we're gonna let you do it when you give your okay, thank yous. Calm down. Hold on. No, you, you be trying to end. Maybe. What? No. We, what, what D Jones say? You, you think what he wanted this? Let the man what? Lead. Yeah, this, ain't your, this ain't your platform. <laughs> this is our platform. My name is on the paperwork. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, we're going to let you do that. But we want to shout out to the other podcasts that are doing that thing. Um, at this at this Mike and Talk, like I said, Wednesdays, Sundays, catch them. Radioactive, Wednesdays only? Only on Sundays. Thank you, uh, Sundays now. Not on Sundays. The schedule changes. Yeah, I'm not sure. We try to figure that out. Um. I want to say Wednesdays, you can catch also, no, not Wednesdays, Tuesdays, you can catch not oh, the said, same. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, is she agreeing with her? Or? Yeah, I think she agreeing oh, with okay. her. So Tuesdays, you can catch this podcast out of St. Louis called Not the Same Podcast. They do religion, sports, and other topics as well. Then they also have Not, not the Same Bible Study. So go okay. ahead and check that out if you want a religious podcast. That's a dope podcast based out of St. Louis. Another one that I follow. Um, F-O-H stands for F out of here. They have a couple productions. They do um, F-O-H, F-O-H at the Dark, which is a sex podcast. They also have two sessions and F-O-H productions. They came out with a movie called Unexpected. And they're coming out with one now called My Ex is My Next. So go ahead and check that out. My Next? Yes. So go ahead and check that out. And any artists who want to get your music out there, Make sure you send your music to them so you can get your music in there. Yeah, I have movies. an ex that would go back to? Sure, <laughs> you have an ex that would go back to? Yeah. Yeah, because it ended mutually. It wasn't like a bad breakup. D. John, he said, once it's over, it's over. It's over. My mama told me not to go backwards. <laughs> Always go forward. <laughs> Can't see the blessings in front of you looking behind you. <laughs> That's you, too. Run she right, can run, see the blessings run, in front of her looking behind her. Run right by it. She can see the blessings in front of her looking behind her. Anyways, do you have any thank you, shout out, give it, <laughs> anything you want to mention? Yeah, man. Uh, so I just want to shout out to, uh, first I want to shout out to God again, to get the gap, just um, being able to do what I love to do. Um, I could pod every single day. Uh, thank y'all, you know, Blue and D, um, even T1, just for allowing me to be, like I said, at y'all's table, put here, you know, have a plate, just uh, be a part of y'all's production. I think y'all are doing great work over here. Great conversation pieces. Uh, you know, keep grinding, keep pushing. You know, what I'm saying sky's the limit. Um, and it may not, it may be even beyond that. But um, mm-hmm. definitely, um, you know, shout out to everybody out there with you know a, a dream, making it reality. I always say this on our show. Like the word dream is associated with being asleep. So wake up and make whatever you have. You know, what I'm saying in mind, make it a reality. Um, the prime example, Chris, he's been here commenting all night with his beard oil. Like, right, that's a dream that he made into reality. You know, what I'm saying so. And he has um, a podcast here as well. He's a so podcast too. The lost ones, right? Podcast. Yeah, the lost ones. Yes. So, oh yeah, um, my bad, Chris. This is very, this is very, this is very, you know, <laughs> deep in depth oils and stuff. conversation like this. But um, 
I also want to talk about how good, you know what I'm saying, throw a little plug. Yeah, yeah, go for it, man. And Chris did mention earlier that he said, y'all making us, oh, yeah, y'all making us bring his mics out. Y'all make me take the mics out. You know, have a oh, yeah, yeah, do, show. Your thing. do your thing. Take the mics out, please. But um, just uh, one thing I will say about this is we actually like manifested this because um, I remember we met uh, the gentleman, Archie Jenkins, um, who's owner and you know CEO of uh, you know, 180 Life Enterprise Magazine. I remember when I first met him, actually the way it worked was somebody in Austin, Texas, he was at an event in Austin. I guess the person in Austin was listening to our podcast, um, you know, consistently told him about us. And we just happened to be Facebook friends. We didn't know. Mm-hmm. And he reached out to me. And I remember meeting him. I said to him, I said, man, one day we're going to be on your cover of your magazine. And he was like, you know, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? It happened. You know? Man. Uh, we trying Def- to get our sound effects up. So yeah, bear with that's us. Not good. That's not good. Definitely, definitely a effect. blessing. You know, it's like at the hard copy here. Um, I actually met up with him earlier before I came the up here. The Ackley Brothers in real life. Had like, a, had like, a, uh, like a three or, or four, four or five page write up in there, a whole bunch of pictures of us in there. Um, really, really dope. But um, what I wanted to say, I, when I met him earlier to get the magazines, um, I told him, I said, uh, you know, I said, when I want to, you know, order some more, do with these that we bought, we're going to autograph them and give them to who we want people to have them. Okay. Um, but um, I said, I'm going to order more. And he said, you know, come order through me. But he also told me that he said the online orders for this particular, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a nice looking photo, photo on, the, on the front or what, but he said the online order has been crazy for this issue as well. So, okay. um, so I, you know, so I just really, just really, I said, just really blessed, man, just to, you know, being able to, you know, experience this. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I had some definitely amazing, um, full flowing tears when I see myself on a magazine cover. Like, it's that's amazing. When it's a magazine, you know right. it's a magazine, you know what I'm saying? So, Truly blessed, but you know, um, a lot of people can't say they on the front of no. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're about to, to be on your second cover, you know, when we do the podcast issue. Ah, I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Well, he can't get exactly. a cover. He got one already. They're going to have to be on the second page. Uh, the magazine name is, uh, <laughs> like, the magazine like name is uh, 180 Life Enterprise. It's an enterprise magazine. So um, I do have a link um, if you want to order a copy. Um, exactly. I'll definitely send it to Blue. And she can And it's crazy because yeah, he uh, hit me up doing our podcast. Yeah, he actually, Archie. actually sent him guys information. So. Thank you. Look, that's what I'm talking about. That's how you connect and plug. Cause you know some people like to keep stuff for themselves, I mean, yeah, you know, I but people who promote. Kind of... Is it okay if I open this up so they can? Yeah. Ooh, look! I just happened to turn it to the page of these chocolate men. Look, look at these. You can see this in the camera. Look at these chocolate men. They, they young. See, I can't see it. They're successful, topic. and they're doing big things. They have their own business businesses at that. You know, B, um, B Ken got oh, his. Chris, oh, okay. He said he got it. his. Um, trucking business, so they have their own businesses, you know, teachers, educators, you know, raising kids. I sent you a phone, on. you can put it on here. I can email it to you. You can type it in, right? I can type it in. It's a lot of so I can copy and paste it on the online. Oh, okay, the phone. But yeah, um, um, what, was the, what was the other one? Y'all was in the same and one, we, the same we, one. We, we've been in the magazine, uh, like inside. three or four times inside, but I got the, uh, I got the other one. At the I'm just there. trying to show you some, yeah, I have the other one as well. I'm trying to show you some stuff cover, right so, here. So that's what's up, you man. know. Yeah, uh, I, lie, I, mean, I deserve it too, man. Like I, I always tell men, me and Blue and Travis always agree that besides our podcast, y'all will probably be our favorite podcast, yeah, man. Like I, just yeah. to listen to and interact because. Y'all, y'all got a type of podcast that I can turn on while I'm driving, and I can interact with y'all. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a half. Right. You know what I'm saying? With multiple, Them and, multiple um, choice and stuff like that. Man, my favorite episode of Inglorious Rappers was with you guys. 
No, it's funny because y'all uh, killed that episode. He told he, that uh, Mo said that same thing. And then also, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have cheap suits on our show Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the, what's the guy? Those cheap suits, right? Cheap. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying it wrong, but yeah. no, no, they're they gonna be on the show Sunday. IQ, uh, IQ is like nasty, nasty. IQ said he said, hey, man, he said, be careful what you what you wish for. We a wild bunch, and my response was, so are we. Yeah. So, no, they, they you know. yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a they good are. episode. Okay, they, I was, they was on ours, and it, it, it I'm still yeah, waiting. You know, they, they WCW, it's okay. They so. get it. They get with the program. Well, congratulations on, on on that man. That's that's big. Uh, I think. Uh, that's actually setting the bar. We all should strive to, uh, even if it's not a, a cover of a magazine, to to strive to be something that, you know, I think y'all probably be the first podcast on a cover of a magazine in San Antonio, at least. I know, you know. Yeah, so, we already we know what, what number one. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's I, what's up, man. Uh, should should Jaya <laughs> got number one? Should Jaya got number one? Oh, there you go. No, nah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I will say this. I'm, this, uh, is, this is no slug to anybody else. I'll just say this. We weren't on the ballot. So. Yeah. 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 But, I, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't even know about it. I didn't either, but no hate to nobody else. I mean, I went through all that podcast beat last year. I ain't doing it no more. I got time. But exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was interesting. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, man. You know, I want everybody to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mindset, honestly, is like, you know, Get to the top because I'm gonna be there. So right. when I get up there, hopefully I see you there. If not, you know, hope you're on your way. You know what I'm saying GPS, you know, reroute, whatever, get there. <laughs> but um you know, I, I I was truly blessed. I'm saying shout out to my daughter Lyric, shout out to all the educators out there, counselors, postal workers, everybody in the community doing a great thing and just you know, just keep grinding, man. I mean, these times as you saw this morning, we talked about earlier, alluded to earlier, like times right now in society, especially for black culture, is not the most positive thing. And so you know, it starts with yourself. You know what I'm saying? You can be that change you want to see. And if everybody has that same mindset, it would be great. So that's my thoughts. I like that. <coughs> Did you ever tell us a truth that you were standing on? You never said it. No, I said I haven't thought about one. Oh, my God. We went there. Go ahead. Give me a thank you. You said come back to you. No, I didn't say come back. Man, D. Jones did four truths. Four truths. <laughs> right. And I agree. I agree with all y'all. Go ahead. So, uh. Man, shout out to uh, you know my team, the Way You Ask podcast. Shout out to uh, my beautiful wife, you know, holding me down when I was dying, face down on the grind, <laughs> not the ass up though. Uh, but special shout out to my kids, That's Deshaun and Trinity. Deshaun and Trinity, uh, they specifically wanted me to tell y'all that they're in art club and a music club, and they're going to be traveling to Austin and. Colorado and all these stuff performing and stuff. So they really wanted me to make sure that y'all y'all knew this. So I, I got pulled to the side, kind of cornered by my son. You know, he was like, "Hey man, I need you to mention my name on your podcast." But they probably sleep right now, so I'm gonna have Blue clip this so they can show their friends. They swear they YouTube stars, and they ain't even got a YouTube channel. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I also shout out to my mom and my sister and. Uh, Shout out to KG and Flu, man. They they uh helped me out with my live at five. They they was a big part of my live at five. I got multiple interviews with them. Mm. Some of them didn't even, you know, I didn't even put out. You know? mm. uh, Blue is too busy to do interviews. Mm. Uh she know where I live. I'll, I'll be with KG time. and Flu too. Mm. But uh yeah, man. Beef is well. Uh, shout out to the most high man for giving me uh 
I would say another change of life because I could have been going a couple of times for me recalling. So uh, I believe, you know, I'm I'm walking in uh, some of my purpose, but I believe that it's more to come. So uh, shout out to Chuck Taylor, man. Y'all go ahead and give me that endorsement deal. I'll let you play. <laughs> another podcast I want to give a shout out to before I give out my shout out. Is Sam Plu- yeah, and Live at Five Two and Sam Pluto show. Make sure you go ahead and check that out. Oh, Mickey Sweet and uh, Cheryl. Mello. We said that. Did you? Yeah, it was sweet. Oh, could we say we're gonna be on that show? I want to give a shout out to my team, the mm-hmm. US team, Live at Five, T1, myself. You know, I like the fact that I have a team that if something happens where I can't make it, they know how to step up. It's hard to find great people like that. Give a shout out to our guests for tonight. D Jones, thank you for being on our show. It's always a pleasure Jizzle. to have you, you know what I'm especially since what? you like to talk and not just hey, sit there. Where can they get a, uh, a shirt from? You know, we got these. You know, we got these. Empty Be a guest hey, on the I, show. I like this. Uh, I like this. The the fit of this I t-shirt. It's How do you get a shirt? Be a guest on the show. How do you be a guest on the show? Inbox him and ask him. How do you be a good guest on the show? Don't it's do nothing stupid. Well, I say this too. Uh, you know, with that being said, because we do it out there. If you want to be a guest on the show, hit, hit me up for sure. We we take all you know people on the show. Um, Every guest on our show, one of our we have we have we also have four sponsors, not flexing. Just we have four sponsors. Right. Um, one of our sponsors, part of the agreement we have with him, is every guest gets a free T-shirt. So like when upon booking you for a show, I'll send you a bunch of information, um, you know, a snack questionnaire. I will also get your shirt size so I can make sure I have the shirt for you when you come to the studio. But if you just want to order a shirt or a hoodie, because uh, it's getting a little colder, cooler outside, right? Um, you can definitely reach out to our sponsor already apparel, mm-hmm. or just reach out to us and I can get you over to him. And you can order it and all that yes. good stuff. So I, need a yes, I definitely need a hoodie. It's hoodie season. Yeah, I'm about to um, I want to give a shout out to my U3 team. You know, without them, I couldn't do it. Shout out to Happy, who helps me with my magazine. Hypnotic, the DJ, who goes live Mondays, Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Central Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So make sure you go ahead and check that mm-hmm. out. We're playing that underground indie music that you love to hear. Shout out to the Most High. You know, yeah. it helps me make it through the day. Shout out to, like you said, all educators and anybody who's doing anything in the industry field. You know, it takes a hard job to do that. Any podcasters out there doing that thing, shout out to you guys. There's a lot of podcasters I follow. So if I don't call your name, charge it to my mind, not my heart. Like winging it. You can catch that every Wednesday night. If you like to eat hot wings and dope mm. conversations, that's the best there's thing. A, there's a podcast that eat wings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's called Winging It live on you. No, not nah. here. They're East Coast. Uh, well, clarify, I'm about to say East Coast, <laughs> based off of Overtime Hustling, Magazine. Mm-hmm. Overtime like Hustling. Uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Monk, uh, Monk Bang. Monk Bang. You know my favorite, my favorite food is wings. That's all. Like, where, where, where are you at? Yeah. And then also, um, so Wednesdays is Winging It late night because they're East Coast. Fridays is Turf Tales, and then yeah. Sundays is reactions, where they react to fighting videos, but not like the hood fighting videos, like boxing, wrestling, professional fighting videos. So check that out, Overtime Hustling. They also have a magazine as well. Yeah. And shout out to all our listeners. We cannot do this without you. All our where you askers, I guess that's the new name for it. Shout out to you guys. We love you guys. We love the fact that you communicate with us. You talk. You're mm-hmm. not just quiet. You're willing to have a conversation with us, you know? Shout out to all my haters, you know, out there. IQ. I don't even think I have haters. Mo Benji. No, not Mo Benji. IQ, Flu, KG, you know. No, they're not haters. I love you guys, you know. I love you guys. You got to have those people that motivate you to do better. And I feel like IQ and F This Micah Talk are the ones that motivate me to do better. 
But y'all motivate me because y'all give me advice. They motivate me because I just see their work. And I'm just like, man, I got to step my game up because, yeah, they got it on point. So, you guys. and I'm, T1, man. Yes, T1, our coach, could make it, and his wife, Whitney. Guys, we love you guys. And, you know, if you ever need a DJ, that's what I do on the side. Private parties, birthday parties. Any you kind of events. notary, notary, you me or blue for the notary. We're both mobile notaries. You, you need, need flyers, flyers, um, CD covers, cartoons. I'm your girl. I do all that. Hit me up. Videography, behind the scenes. You do a video, family events. You want get a recorded photographs. Need a verse? Don't hit me up. Don't hit him up. Don't hit him up either. I might dish you on your song, but hit me up. Don't hit him up either. He ain't good at. But you already know. Appreciate y'all. Everybody that tuned in too. Uh, is that Jalisa? Is that how you say that? That's that's right. Jalisa. Jalisa. Arnita. Uh, Chris. Mickey. Uh, Mickey. Uh, what's up? Travis tuned in for a little bit. Shout out to uh, the the um the uh. Like, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking <laughs> about that. Uh, it was another Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa. Shout out to Vanessa. Vanessa. Somebody um, else that was in Darnell, Ashley, 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 Ashley. Darnell. All, all y'all, all y'all Darnell. that tuned in tonight, man. Appreciate it, y'all. Sure, uh, man. Appreciate everybody that commented and interacted with us, man. That's what we be looking for. That helps the conversation go. Uh, actually, when y'all comment, that pushes the conversation further because y'all make us, you know, talk about it a little deeper, especially with, with what y'all comment. So on top of what we talking about already, when y'all comment, that makes us, you know, go a little further and actually dig deep because. You know, podcasting is therapeutic in my opinion. So you just never know what kind of show you're gonna get unless you interact. You can bring something out, and we might find something out new about each other that we might not know, and we never thought about expressing. But by you dropping that comment, it might actually bring it out. So that is true. I think this is our longest episode. It really ever. is because the conversation was good. Well, yeah, before we go, I like to ask if you don't mind. D, I'm gonna ask oh, Mr. Yeah. T. Jones. You want to lead us out? Oh, yeah, I got you. You know, I always got to ask you to do that. Help us do the show for sure. Wouldn't be myself if I didn't do it. Let's go ahead and get it. Um, (laughs) dear Heavenly Fathers, we come right now for prayer. We ask that you please, first and foremost, forgive us for all of our sins, ones known and unknown, past, present, and future. Father God, right now, as we get ready to leave this room, we ask that you please allow everybody in this room safe travels to the destination over the highways and byways um, without any hurt, harm, danger, and natural distractions. Father God, we thank you so much for just blessing us, for keeping us from all danger, seen and unseen, known and unknown. Right now, Father God, I ask you please continue to bless Blue, whatever she has going on in her life, with her being an educator, um, an entrepreneur, um, a podcaster, any other door and avenue that is open in front of her. We ask you please allow her the confidence um, and the ability to run through those doors swiftly, quickly, and um, with her head up high to receive the blessings you have ordained for her, Father God. Uh, make her prepared to receive all blessings that you have ordained for her. Same thing with D, Father God. Um, bless him as a husband, as a father. Um, as a working man, as a, a provider for his family, allow whatever you uh, blessed you have for him, Father God, to be um, received by him with confidence, uh, to be obtained by him with uh, courage, and to allow him to continue to uh, hone in on being the best version of himself each day. Yeah, in his absence, uh, the T1 as well, Father God, aka Dial Up, as I call him, as you please continue to bless him, uh, bless him and his wife. Um, you know, as they you know as they go through um, this season that they're going through, uh, bless their children, Father God, bless their family. Allow them to continue to flourish as well. I'm with myself and be kin and everybody around me, Father God. Continue to keep us um, as individuals, but also as a unit, Father God. Allow us to continue to grow and just be the best version of ourselves as well. 
We appreciate you for all the many blessings coming our way. Thank you for the magazine and other doors opened up for us. And last but not least, as always, Father God, continue to keep our friends, family, loved ones, children, even our enemies, near and far away and ones known and unknown, covered in your blood. In your mighty name, we pray, man. Amen. Amen. This is, you go, DJ Baby Blue Diamond. It's your boy D. Oh, my mic ain't even on. It's your boy D, a.k.a. Mr. Live at Five himself. It's your fella. It's your fella. It's your fella. T1. And this is the Where You, you Ask podcast. podcast. And we're yeah. out.